Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, F.A.? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Oh, I'm uh, working a double, kind of. Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe, and that is the sleepless J-Dubs. And this is your very comfortable, very friendly uh, hideout. Uh, come on in. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That is Chunks, the executive producer of The Hideout, mans the uh, Hideout Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout. That is on AOL, Real Radio Hideout. Tommy Bateman's our director, mans the talk and roll controls, responsible for the content on the website, realradio.fm. And uh, was the loser of last week's uh, Helmet of Pain stunt. Helmet of Pain. And we have to pull that tonight to be done out at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo for our live broadcast coming up this Monday. On Monday, Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo, some Monday night football, wholesale furniture market, more about that in a second. Uh, that is uh, Putin, the unpaid producer. He's the one who screens your phone calls if you feel like getting interested and uh, interactive. Again, 407-916-1041, And uh, that's Deuce Childerone, who uh, is uh, been hiding lately, but uh, is here tonight as well. So we're looking forward to all the fun. Uh, programming note, the open door policy. No longer on Thursday nights. It's um, not going to happen tonight, guys. Effective immediately. The open door policy is now Fridays from 10 to 11. Fridays from 10 to 11. Then we all go on to Latitudes to hang out with Russ uh, in downtown. So, again, open door policy, not tonight. It is tomorrow. Uh, 10 to 11. I feel kind of bad about it not being tonight because I made a big push this week of a big announcement and a lot of stuff going on. And that's part of the reason why it's not happening tonight because there's some legal issues with the big uh, announcement. And we will have that for you ASAP, but it won't be tonight. Exactly. So tomorrow night is the open door policy from 10 to 11. Then we go to Latitudes with Russ. Monday night, the live broadcast, Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo. Three Helmet of Pain stunts for the Hideout Fantasy Football League. Two to be executed by Bateman, one by Drunky the Bear Drunky. of the Monsters in the Morning. I'm predicting just one performed by me, the other by you. All right, and we will tell uh, why uh, coming up on that. J-Dubs, uh, you have gone sleepless. Yes, I have not slept uh, since the last show. I am still up from when I went home uh, last night from the show. Now, we're going to get into this a little bit more, but what is the what is the main issue? Why didn't you sleep last night? You know, the night before, I slept for like 14-some hours. What? And I, yeah, it was kind of, it, that was very odd for me. And then uh, last night, I, I made a conscious effort, because I knew I slept a lot the night before, to not take any like uh, diet pills or any uh, caffeine, uh, like I would say, seven to eight hours before I planned on going to bed. That didn't help. I ended up uh, staying up all night watching uh, the movie Bully and White Men Can't Jump. 
Oh, wow. At least you were watching classy movies. Yes, White Man Can't Jump. You forget how much of a classic that movie is. And, um... I'm in the zone! So we'll get to that uh, more in a little bit, because I feel like we should help you. Mm -hmm. Kissimmee is doing something that I feel is is an attack on me. And what it is, I guess they're instituting a street ball ban... Where you can't play any, you, they're they're banning any street ball activities. Yeah, anything right? where uh, you end up on the street with a ball playing any uh, any activities like that, if it's gonna be on public uh, roadways and uh, if it, you know, even if it's in your driveway and you end up out there a little bit, you're still in trouble. I I want to talk about this because this was my childhood, growing up, playing variations of street ball, whether it was wiffle ball, baseball, uh, not Football. baseball. Football, street football, basketball. Hockey. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. So I want to get into this because I can't believe this is going on uh, here in town. Uh, 407-916-1041, I got an uh, email from a junior producer, Hideout Junior Producer. That's on the front page of uh, RealRadio.fm. Hideout Junior Producer at RealRadio.fm. And what do they do there? Sending us ideas, setting the agenda for the show. Sent me a, a test. To see how observant you are. Okay. So I want to pass this along to you guys. It should be very interesting with me with no sleep uh, to see how observant I am. It's very, it's everyday stuff. Okay. And I'm not going to lie to you. I only have the answers to a few of them. I, I think it's going to be interesting to just think about how we don't know the stuff that affects us in our everyday lives. Um, uh, speaking of the Hideout Junior Producers, um, one of them, I guess, is watching Trading Spouses. Okay. And sent me some clips of the show. I'm going to have to start watching it because just going by the clips, it sounds great. Yeah, it, it's like a uh, domestic version of Cops, almost, because it's just so trashy and the people are fighting left and right. It's, and, it's very interesting to watch. So with the trading spouses, that should be interesting, too. And then I want to get into the best breakup songs of all time. And that we will get into specifically because of what I want to bring up now. Okay. Uh, it's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Dubs, and any of you guys, Chunks, you have the list in front of you, but I want to see if you can name this artist. This is a clip of a song that I guess isn't supposed to be out there yet. Can you name the artist? Play it, Chunks. sound familiar like anybody that's been on the radio before i can't pick the name i the, the voice out out of the name um can we get like a 20 questions type thing going here all right if you want to you can ask me a question about it sure is this his uh first album to the best of my knowledge yes okay so he's never had like a top 40 hit or anything like that before no. um Tommy, black guy you... um 
Black guy? Yeah. Do you think it's a black guy? No. I, I do still No, it's not a black guy. Okay. You listen to the way he's rapping, that's not a black guy. That's not a brother. I was going to say Chingy. That's not even close to Chingy. I just like the name. I'll throw it out whenever I have a chance. Chingy. Is it like an, an actor gone rapper? No. Hmm. Is it a somebody gone rapper? Oh, yes. Of course. I, I, uh, rapping uh, is uh, not their first... Uh, every Anybody who's a rapper is a somebody gone rapper. I meant like someone we would know gone rapper, like a celebrity of some sort. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but they sure are talented. Is it... Uh, hmm. Is it Putin? I Matt Albert says he prefers the Whose Weekend Was It song. Is it Steve Nash? Basketball player. No, it's not Steve Nash of the Phoenix Suns. Hmm. It's a sports guy? No. Is it Joey Harrington? No, but he's, he's gonna, not a sports guy anymore, so... He is going to need some work soon. <laughs> well, he'll be able to play piano for whoever uh, did that song. Do you have a guess, uh, Tommy? I have no idea. I uh, you don't, All right, play it one more time, Chunks. I heard him drop some uh, hints in there. Paparazzi follow him around. Not an actor. Not a sports player. There has to be some kind of famous thing there going on. I, I would say Tom Arnold, but I don't think so. Terminator, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Terminator? Hey, could it could be Putin. Right, is it Putin? No. Uh, hold on a second. Play the other uh, the Putin rap. The, the uh, headline game show? or That the, one uh, or the nerd rap? The nerd rap. Is uh, one of his many hits. Mr. Hanks, I am calling on behalf of Mr. Gildan, who wishes to send you this telephonic hip-hop telegram. Will you accept the charges, bitch? Yeah, I'll accept the charges. What do you want, Putin? Hey, Chunks, man, you know what? You always give me crap about being a nerd. I got something to say to you, man. You may think I'm a nerd, and you may think I'm absurd, but I'm getting more tail than you, and your friends like me better, too. You know, it could be Putin. Is it Putin? I'm going to say no. There's never been paparazzi. Could it be Douche Chill? SFG Hideout Heretic, who, who you think it is? I think it's Tom from MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> it is not Tom from MySpace.com. All right, the, the big hints here and what we've figured out, he's white, he's not uh, famous for being an actor, he's not famous for being a sports star, and he's not definitely famous for being a rapper before. I tell you what, I'll take a break, I'll come back, and I'll tell you who it is. Brian Bosworth. Wait, I, one more thing before we go. I got it queued up. I got it queued up toward the end. There is a big hint. If you guys listen to this last six seconds, and you might have a better chance of guessing okay. before we get back. I'm playing. 
Take a break. We'll come back. The answer's Stedman? Right. That's not Stedman. <laughs> yes, baby. Hint. It's hmm. the Hideout, Rural Radio, 104.1. Baby, can't you see? I'm calling. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Rural Radio, 104.1. It is Thursday night in the Hideout. Programming note to the Heretics. No open door tonight. It is uh, Friday night's. From 10 to 11, then we go to Latitudes to hang out with Russ, our buddy from the Monsters in the Morning. Um, all right, Dubs, I played you the the clip of that rap, and yes. I was asking you, who is it? Right now we know he's white, he's not an athlete, he's not a uh, actor, he's uh, not a former rapper. This is his first rap album, to our knowledge. Brad, you're in the hideout on the radio. What do you got, Brad? What's up, hideout? What you got, Duke? Hey, I know the answer to this uh, rapper, but let me just preface it by saying I'm a straight man with kids <laughs> and I'm married. Okay. Mo. But uh, the answer is the ultimate white trash, uh, Kevin Federline. You are correct, my friend. Give this no. man a prize. Hold on, Brad. Kevin Federline? That is... All right, play it one more time. This is Mr. Spears. Helmet of Pain. No! style because it was bad i love how is this the music of the future 2008 i guess shoot me now he needs something to rhyme you know what's sad is she sits and goes oh this is great this is the greatest thing ever it's either 2008 or uh i'm a big fan of rape so he had the uncensored version he had a hard time picking between the two are they still together uh, all right, so here that is Kevin Federline. I guess that's from his uh, to be released album. What an a hole! The num the name of the song is "Y'all Ain't Ready." <laughs> no, we aren't. I don't think For we'll ever be English. ready. I think that's the name of the song. Hold on, I think it's, we, y'all yeah. ain't ready to pay thirteen bucks for this album. Yeah, is anyone really gonna buy that? This is leaked, by the way. Not sure by who. Uh, no truth to rumor, it was Scooter Libby, but it was leaked <laughs> on the internet. And y'all ain't ready. Now I prefer the mystical version. Of Y'all Ain't Ready, because that's a great tune. But uh, this one is awful. I Uber Dude was guessing Jimmy D. No, it was not Jimmy D. Um, T. Resin says uh, he was the first one on Real Radio Hideout to get Kevin Federline. And he goes, I'm ashamed uh, of myself for knowing that. I think I'm going to go cut my unit off now. He, did he know it just by listening to it? Or was yeah. he... Oh, man. Yeah, you, you better cut it off if you know it just by hearing... Kevin, because Kevin Federline, you know him when you see him, but you barely ever hear him talk. Now, uh, I believe that all of our hideout opens and themes are better than that. Yeah. Even the ones by Putin. <laughs> and apparently, when he played this for Britney, she laughed. That's what reports are saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so cute. It's very cute of you to try to be a singer, but why don't you just go sit on your uh, couch and you be my sex slave? Is there a that is that the only reason those two are together is because she likes having sex with them. Is there a bigger hack out there 
than uh, this right now? You think there's a bigger one, at least in music? In music? Uh, did you hear that Jamie Kennedy uh, album that he tried to put out? All right. That was pretty bad. I bet this is it. This is probably just from that. That was bad, and same with the William Shatner. How many CDs do you think this Federline thing is going to push? I'm. He'll make one, and he'll be done. Just like his uh, uh, clothing line, one and done. Total units sent. Uh, I say he will go gold. Not platinum. What's gold? 500,000. No mm. way. I know. He won't even go, like, he'll, bronze he'll or hit, pewter. He'll hit, like, 40,000, maybe. Maybe he'll sell 40,000 units, if that. 407-916-1041, Because I don't think there's a market for bad white boy rap. And that's really what it is. Well, since uh, you know, no one's in the ICP anymore, or I guess you're right. The As a mar- former mar- juggalo, how yeah, can the, you say that? The market's gone. As a former juggalo, I can't believe you even put that out there. Is this bad to say that um, I really want Kevin Federline to be stabbed in the eye? Yes, it's awful to say. Why? Because be- it should be the throat, because that's what we're listening to right now. <laughs> or how about, or how about uh, us just getting stabbed in our ears? If that's what it feels like. When you listen to that song, it feels like someone's just jabbing something into your ear. A stupid white trash unit right into your ear. Okay, come on. Ouch. Oh. Ouch. That's like an awful uh, <laughs> mental picture of a violation. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Matt, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Matt? Gentlemen, a fine evening to you. Yo, dope. Um, quick point about Kevin Federline, but well, Dubs, I yes. didn't know you were a former Juggalo. Yes. Um, did, 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 is it me, or were, were you along with the rest of us? Would you get like a two-foot boner the, every time the Oddities came out and you heard that theme song? Oh, whenever the Oddities came down the aisle, I loved it. I used to live in Michigan, so there was this uh, dumpster outside of their uh, warehouse, yes. outside of their warehouse, and we'd go digging through it and get free stuff. Because they were, they were, th- said they didn't see a mile road south of ten. Yes, yes. Um, what are you? Who did you think it was originally, Matt? My original guess, and uh, you can pass him off as uh, one of the godfathers of bad white boy rap, would be uh, Mr. Brian Austin Green. And he better watch out because Money Grip's got somebody hot on his heels. Who is Brian Austin Green? Is that the guy from 90210? He was, yes. He was, he was, he was the, mo- the most yeah. annoying. You just Every time he came on screen, you know, besides jerking off to Brenda, you, when this guy come on screen, you would just want to smash him in the face with a brick. You know what? That's so true. Thank you, man. And I you laughed it. when his friend shot himself with a gun. That was very funny. <laughs> Brandon, you're in the hideout on the radio. What do you got, Brandon? Hey, Hefe, do you want 100 bucks? How do I earn it? Never play that song again. Uh, here's the problem, though, Brandon. This is going to be a hit. And yes, I'd love $100. We'll never play it again. You, what the <laughs> hell? You got it. Oh, come on, Chunks. You just cost me 100 bucks. It's hot and it slipped. Thank you, Brandon. A hit to who? Who, who is this here? Who's this marketed to? I'm sorry about that, Jerome. This, the CD player's acting real screwy. I, I, I don't know what's wrong with it. I, it's fixed now. Oh, just listen how forced this is. Yeah. But I know that you really can't wait Cause people always asking me When's the release date Well maybe baby you can wait and see Until then I'll I can see him kicking Fago off the uh, stage right now I 
can't wait till he gets shot. I'm serious, man. Yeah, here's the other thing that I hate about rap now. Yeah. Whether it's uh, this bad white boy rap or even the bad black rap right now. And there is bad black rap as well. Because the big thing is just to talk about what you have. I call it black. The big thing is just how you got to push how badass you are and you're in the tabloids and this, that, and the other. And I hate it. No, it's always t- it's talking about your latest purchase. You might as well just uh, get your uh, receipt and just read it down in a rhythm. We're in such a political time right now. I just wish that a real, I wish that the real good underground political rap would just come out there and begin to take. Didn't Public force. Enemy uh, just put out a new album? It's not getting any run anywhere. True. Joss, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Joss? Hey, what's up? I can tell you guys where the leak came from. What? If you, you want to know. Uh, it comes from a little message board. I hate to blow up their spot, but if it's already on the radio, I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, it's hollertronics.com, and uh, the producer's name is Disco D, and he doesn't even take it seriously, uh, the song itself. He calls it the next level in hip-hop. But, oh, uh, oh, no. All right, this is the new thing. All right, hip-hop. All right, that's the thing with the guy. Remember from North Carolina? Uh, Bubba Sparks? Bubba Sparks, that whole thing. So hip-hop is what we're stuck with. Yeah, that's it. And uh, that, thanks, that was, Josh. you know, that was a very genius thing of Kid Rock to do. Before he got too caught into that hiccup thing, he got away from it and did like more of the rock stuff. That was actually the one smart thing I saw him do. Other, you know, the other smart thing would have been keeping Josie alive. Other than that, that's when his career died. Yeah. The day that uh, Josie died. Dominican Tony, you're in the hideout. What up, dope? How you guys doing tonight? All right. All right. There's no such thing as hip hop anymore. It's hip hop. Like, once Biggie and Tupac died and Juvenile and No Limit came out showing all that bling bling and got everybody rich, the game just went to crap. I know, and I, dude, I, I'm so with you on that, Dominican Tony. I don't know if it was when Tupac and, cause Biggie was one of the big guys originally. Yeah, of, who would uh, just purchases. Talk, just talk about everything that he owned. Which to me is no good. I don't want to hear that. I all do. Right. I, sometimes I do. It's just like watching Pimp Your Ride. But, music. This one doesn't really count. I remember singing this one in my bedroom when I was growing up. This is real thug music. When I, right before I work out, this is what I listen to. I get right. me all pumped up and Putin angry. Putin has a funny angle. Why not call themselves Rapnecks? That's not bad, actually. Rapnecks. It's hip-hop by the Rapnecks. I like that, Putin. Good thinking. I Maybe, hey, copyright it right now. It's yours, the name of you, and your awful... Awful rap, and you were rap neck. You're a rap neck. You like it? That's your thing. In fact, you'll be performing at Buffalo Wild Wings on Monday at the live broadcast. Congratulations, Putin. The debut of the rap necks. All right, right now, somewhere in Canada, snow. Hee hop. Instead of hee hop? No? No. Mm. Hee hop actually isn't bad, though. <laughs> somewhere in, uh, in Canada, snow's jealous of Federline right now. Informer was a good song. Yeah, no, it, was. it wasn't. It was the worst, most irritating song ever. I bought this single on cassette. Yep. <laughs> Jimmy, you're in the hideout. We got Jimmy. Hey, what's up, fellas? What you got, dude? Been listening to you guys since the beginning. Love the show. Thank you, brother. Love the hideout after parties. Nice. Uh, I always tell you guys, man, you guys actually brought up this topic, and it's something that gives me a good chance to come on air to tell you guys and remind you guys with the Bionic Jive if you want good political underground hip-hop mixed with a little metal. It's definitely one of the baddest groups on the planet. I don't know if they exist anymore, but you might want to check them out because they talk about serious issues, and they're damn good. 
And uh, Bionic? another band up. Yeah, Bionic Jive. I've been trying to get Doves to listen to him forever. I always remind It's hard to find them. I've looked on the net. It's hard to burn find them. Burn us a CD and yeah. bring it in. I mean, that's. I will burn you a copy and bring it in then. No problem. Appreciate it, Jimmy. Thank you, buddy. All right, now here's the thing that I want to know. Back to this Fetterline uh, song and the Britney thing. Do you think she feels trapped right now after everything that's going on? You know, she she's I'm guaranteeing she's feeling like uh like it, it's a really annoying over the top father right now, just trying to, you know, be a part of something and just can't be happy with, hey, I married into something really good. I'm going to sit back, enjoy it, support my wife, you know, and everything that she wants to do. Because he he feels like he needs to be the breadwinner now for some reason when that was never the ideal. He's there to have sex with her. What's the over-under on them breaking up? I mean, literally, hold on. He says that this is the music of 2008. Mm-hmm. Will the relationship last to 2008? A relationship completely based on sex, I'm surprised, has uh, lasted this long in marriage. Uh, I give it 2009, New Year's is the uh, line. Why New Year's? Well, I just think that cross, that the 2008-2009 right, cross. All right, so the end of 2008, yeah. then. All right, I don't think it seeds... A day of 2008. You realize we still got to go through the rest of 05, all of 06, and all of 07. There's no way Brittany and Federline stay together that whole time. What are your sources, Doves, that lead you to believe that this Federline are so good in bed? Because I don't know if you ever watched their uh, show, Chaotic. No, uh, no. They, that's all she would talk about is how good he is in the sack. And apparently there's no he's other, too. Yeah, there's no other redeeming quality to him. And he, she was even saying that. That the sex is just so good. All right, let's take a break and come back, Dubs. Well, what'd she know about that? She's only been with two people. Oh, please. Oh, Whatever. come on. <laughs> Whore. Yeah, like all she's had between there is uh, Timberlake and Fetterline. You don't have to go to Arizona to see the Grand Canyon. We'll take a break. We'll come I'm back. Sure there's a burrow taking people on tours. Here's the thing. Yes, I'm, his name is Kevin Fetterline. <laughs> because of the, uh, I believe, the very upcoming pending breakup of uh, these two. I have a question for you, and I want you to ponder. And I'm going to come back with mine. Um, what is the best breakup song of all time? Almost a high-fidelity thing. Top five breakup songs. Okay. 407-916-1041, Don, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Don? Hi, I was saying, you want to get those terrorists to talk, you should put that Kevin Caroline song for a few seconds. They'll be oh, crying to talk. Yeah, you're right. To hell with uh, flushing the Koran. You this, know, is, this, this is the way you do it. We'll you take, flush their pride. We'll take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> Top five breakup songs. High fidelity style on the hideout. Road Radio 104.1. Here's the thing. We started our friends. It was cool, but it was all pretend. Yeah, yeah. Since you've been Coming up, the Chunks Fat Man Diary at 8 o'clock. Also, don't forget we're broadcasting live Monday from Buffalo Wild Wings and Oviedo. Have a badass overstuffed lane recliner from the Wholesale Furniture Market. Pictures of me on RealRadio.fm modeling in it. Uh, I really want to win it. Yeah, I want to be color nine. No, we're doing it out at the live broadcast. Uh, I'm going to be there. Do you think that would help? Uh, best breakup songs, because I'm convinced. Brittany and Federline will not be together until 08. And I, I wonder if she would use one of her own songs as a breakup song. 
I'm, I'm That'd be an odd thing, you know, where, where, you know, my own song really kind of takes me back to my breakup. Chunks, I know you have to have someone first, but would this be your breakup song to help get you through it? No. Um, I don't want to say the name of the song. Iris? Is it Iris by Google the Google Girls? It, um, it might be. That, that's that's Actually, a that's bad a, one. That's not even a breakup song I know. for you. That's a song for a chick that never wanted you. It's the closest I have. Uh, Every chick that you meet should have a uh, song dedicated to him then. All right. All right, let's go to uh, Corey. Corey's somewhere on uh, 50. What do you think, best breakup song? What do you got? I got one, and I don't think a whole lot of people give too much credence to because of the artist. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to go with I Was Only Kidding by Weird Al Yankovic. I've never even heard this one. That song is Lucky. brutal. <laughs> really? If you've ever heard it, yeah. Um, the guy's just, like, ripping his girl apart, and at the end, she grabs a gun or something, supposedly. Huh. Intimates a homicide, so... All right. Yeah. All right, thank you, Corey. Appreciate it. All right, ladies first uh, in the hideout. Mindy from Sanford. What do you got, Mindy? Against all odds, Phil Collins. All right, Phil Collins against all odds. Um, <laughs> you know what? I could see that one being a pretty good one. Oh uh, yeah, this one. Um, th- wasn't this from a movie too? What if from it a was real? Against all odds. All right, yeah. Duh. <laughs> all right, thank you very much. I appreciate it, Mindy. I just let you walk away. Oh yeah. Yeah. This one, this one would bring you a tear to your eye if you just went through something. Uh, there are a lot of lonely uh, people probably drinking, uh, drinking on their couch to this one. Well, there's a lot of lonely people that own Phil Collins albums. My stepmom loves Phil Collins. I uh, hate this one. Oh, uh, he didn't get into it yet, does he? He says, never does. He always takes him forever to get, get really to good. Get to the hook. He'll always throw the hook out there, but short at the beginning, and then he gets. There it is. There we go. Listen to that pain. All right, let's go to uh, <laughs> Mike in Deltona. You're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. What's up, hideout? I just want to say you guys got a great show. Thank you, brother. Hey, yeah, uh, that the Phil Collins song, that's for like a depressing one. What if you're just angry at your breakup? What about Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, man? Hate myself for loving you. Dipping back to the 80s, but that's good anger for breaking up, right? You know what? The 80s was really good for that, actually. The monster ballads were, uh, you know... That's a good one, Mike. Nothing hey. to bring a tear to your eye like a uh, hair band doing a uh, guitar ballad, right? <laughs> I hear you. Thank you, man. There's no way you can get sad during the long bridge. All right, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Chunks, do you have one, like maybe a... A new band or something, yeah. or, or something that's a little bit like. I, I think my favorite probably definitely has to be a Schism Tool. All right, do we have Schism by Tool? That is a real good. Yeah, one. I mean, like the vocabulary that it uses in it is just insane, and it just digs in. And it's got the dark feeling. This is what a breakup song should be—just anger. I disagree. I'm a bigger puss when it comes to breakup songs. What do you what What do you got? Uh, you know, I'm a. I love the whiny, uh, emo stuff. So you know. Nothing will get you going better than a nice dashboard confessional screaming infidelities. I think that will get you in a good breakup mood. I hate this band so much. They are great. I, I'd rather listen to Federline. No. Now you're just being cruel. He sings like he has no, like, he's not nearly, he's not near the key anywhere. 
Like, listen, listen to when he starts screaming. Yes. Now I'm bouncing on it. Now I'm becoming a fan. Come on. I got, I'm about to get waterworks going from uh, screaming infidelity. Sorry, the CD player's messed up. Can we get to the part where he's screaming like a crybaby? I like the other song, Hands Down, much better. Hands Down is good. Let's go to that one. No, let me. I want to hear people. How, have people hear how awful this is? And didn't you go on a mandate? Not to this. Not to this band. Kinda. I went with Kelly, our old uh, music director. Look at you sitting there crying, you sissy. I am, man. This, this is tear-jerking, bro. Uh, let's go to Evelyn. Evelyn, you're in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Evelyn in Winter Park. Uh, what do you got, Evelyn? The angry Alanis Morissette song. Uh, the, uh, what's the name of it? The, the, the re- you ought to know. Uh, you ought to know. Yeah, you ought to know. Yeah. You ought to know. Yeah. You ought to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. All right, thank you, Evelyn. God. Let's go back to Dashboard Confession. Dumb Canadian. I, isn't know, this... A, this is supposed to be about Dave Coulier, isn't it? Yeah. Cut it out. Quit it. I actually... When when I broke up with a chick in high school, uh, Rhiannon... And she's sitting there stabbing and singing this song. Big doubt. No, I was smaller then. Come on. It's a I, teddy bear. 407-916-1041, 888 See, it's something like this, you know? Even though it's a chick, it's got more feeling. Like, another one I like is uh, Deftones Change. Because it's got that harsh, like, chord in it. I don't think just... that's about breaking up, though. Yeah, but, you know, you watch the person change, and it eventually... This is more like a lonely, laying on the floor in a fetal position than like a breakup yeah, song. Like this Monday is what through I Friday have, song. This is what I have to work with. Oh, wait, that's how you sleep. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I would agree that if maybe you listen to this song... It's like someone you care about, you know, they cha- they're they just going downhill. No, is this talking you, like speaking to the larva and the other bugs that are growing underneath your toilet in your bathroom? <laughs> is that what that is about? Because you see the picture of Chunks' bathroom on RealRadio.fm. Changing the restroom of flies. Hey, we have a very close relationship. All right, we got to take a break and come back. I'm digging this. People have some great ones on the. If you can't get through right now, hang tight. We'll come I'm back. With... To dude to take home. It's the hideout. Uh, more of the best breakup songs. I don't even think I've given you one of mine yet. No, you haven't uh, opened have, your heart up. I have the best one ever. Uh, it's the hideout. Real Radio 104. How about this? We'll come back with yours. All right. Tommy it's Bacon. kind of a slow one. Let's come That's back. Fine. That's fine. Hey, we're talking breakup songs. All right, you're all going to be depressed the entire next segment, though. It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Best breakup songs of all time. Phones are jammed. We're going to do a rapid fire for everyone who's been on hold, so hang this, tight. This one's Tommy Bateman's breakup this, this song. This is Tommy Bateman's top breakup song, huh? Wow. Yeah, I have another one, too, actually. All right, well, hang tight. Let's run to these. Misfit Matt calling us from a truck stop. <laughs> what up, Hideout Heretic Misfit Mo. Matt? What do you got, dude? Uh, 
Uh, actually, uh, my favorite breakup song is Social Distortion, Ball and Chain. Now, is he still in drag trying to pick up guys there? No. <laughs> uh, I was on the way up there, and uh, I heard it got canceled, so I stopped, and I'm turning around. I'm sorry, buddy. We meant to uh, get the word out tomorrow. Tomorrow. But thank you, buddy. We appreciate it, all right? All right no problem. Y'all take it easy. All right, Misfit Matt. Hideout uh, Heretics, the open door is Friday from 10 to 11 as opposed to tonight. All right, so Social Distortion, Ball and Chain, that's a good one. Yeah. Right, I'm going to run through. We don't have to play the songs for all these. I want to do some rapid fire to clean up the phone line so that others can get through. So, Josh, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you, Josh in Orlando, what do you got, Josh? Hey, uh, number one breakup song, uh, If You're Not the One by Daniel Bedingfield. If you're not, I don't think I've ever heard that one. See if you can find that one. Anthony in Orlando. Hey, guys, how you doing? What do you got, buddy? I was thinking, what about uh, Closing Time by uh, Semi-Sonic? Uh, Semi-Sonic, Closing Time. Is that a breakup song? Uh, I believe so. I just always thought it was about a bar and like yeah. picking up some chick at a bar. Yeah, like <laughs> getting really drunk and then... That, I, honestly, that's what I thought all the time. Thank you, Anthony. If I remember correctly, when it came out, I remember the writer of it saying something was about welcoming his new son into the world or something. Hmm. Oh, and like maybe he doesn't get to go out anymore? I don't know. There, there's so many songs with these like odd meanings to it. Like the uh, Ben Folds 5 brick is about abortion. And you'd, you'd never know it unless he said it. Let's go to Chris in Orlando. What do you got, best breakup song? Oh, that's a bad hey, song. Happy, man. how's it going? What up, dope? Uh, best breakup song for real bad breakup is uh, Limp Biscuit Counterfeit. No. No, uh, no, none of the biscuit. I uh, maybe biscuit could uh, if you wanted. Tyler in Orlando, rapid fire. What do you got? I got two for you. I uh, got uh, "Sleep the Dreamer" by Dave Matthews Band, and also "Fool to Think." Both right. by Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, you guys probably don't like the music, but if you listen to the lyrics. All right, no, I, you know, Dave Matthews, I could see being a very good breakup type uh, uh, music. Let's go to a rapid fire with Robert in the hideout. What do you got, Robert? 18 to Life by Skid Row and oh. Everybody Must Get Stoned by Bob Dylan. I, I think 18 to Life would, uh, is a good one. All right, thank you. What uh, happens when you go to prison? What happens when you go to prison? I heard you get dubs with this one the other night. Well, you break up. All right. I don't even I know mean, what that means. Just give this song a second to kick in because this is one of my favorites of all time. Right here, kicks in. Hey, you have the mullet. Take the, let the mullet fly, Dubs. Oh, look at you. You're in the mood now. Rob in Orlando, what's your best breakup song, dude? We got Rob. Hey, what's up? I got hands down number one breakup song. Nothing compared to you, Prince or Skinhead O'Connor. All right, you know what, dude? The Sinead O'Connor. I remember when I was like, I think it was the eighth grade. This was the jam. Yeah. I mean, this was this is actually a really good song. Great yeah. video, too. Me First and the Gimme Gimmies did a pretty good uh, uh, remake of it, too. All right, you know what? Same with Mr. Bungle. Minshevik on the AOL Instant Messenger. Here's a really good one. Best breakup songs. Hey Joe, Jimi Hendrix. You think that's a good uh, breakup song? I, I would never think to play Hey Joe. But, it, it, I mean, yeah, it's definitely about being pissed off at a chick. I got one for you. All right, douche Joe. How about Air Supply, All Out of Love? What are you talking about? Don't give me crickets. This yeah, is an incredible idiot. song. 
Have you heard it, Chunks? Yes. Jimmy and Coco, you are in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, buddy? I wish someone cut off your ass. I'll break up with our girlfriend. Uh, you know, I do love that one. That's a great one. Drunkies, let's, uh, the monsters, let's all break yeah. up with our girlfriends. That one's epic. All right, here's a couple that you guys are missing. You want me to give you my top ones? Yeah, let's get, uh, hear a couple of yours. All right, I'll tell you what. I have the top two of all time, according to me, and it's tough for you to argue. We're up on a break. I'm gonna. And Chunk says he has the number one one, too. One that we'll all agree on. Uh, well, not maybe us, but everyone who's listening will probably agree with it. All right, all right, we'll take a break, and we'll come back. Plus, some more people have some. We'll run through this. Uh, I turned this one off. Give me another one. Just something different. Chris and Apopka, what do you got, buddy? Yeah, uh, I don't know the name of the band, but I hate everything about you. I hate everything about Oh, uh, Ugly Kid Joe. Okay, uh, they, you know what? Matt Albert just told me that one. Ugly Kid Joe, I hate everything about you. Quick break, come back. I'll give you my top two. Can't be argued with. All right. And Chunks has one that you can't argue with either. It's the hideout. More of the top breakup songs. I'm telling you, Federline and Britney are going to be crying themselves asleep listening to all these songs before I wait. I'm convinced of it. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Alhafe and J Dubs. It is Thursday night. As a reminder to you guys, the hair ticks will come up on uh, Thursdays for the open door. Uh, it's been changed effective immediately to Friday nights from 10 to 11. 407 916 1041 888 Running down the list of uh, best breakup songs. I, just, I was thinking about it too, and it was all spurred on by this Federline rap. Yeah, thing he, that's coming out. he has, I guess, a rap album. He's at least got one song going and uh, got us talking about just the, the, the relationship between Federline and uh, Spears Here, and how long it's going to last. Here's what I'm going to do. Until they break up. I'm going to go one more hideout rapid fire because the phones are jammed on this. And then I will give you my top two and Chunks can give you his one. Okay. Chunks, type me yours to make sure that we don't have the same one. All right. Uh, ladies always first in the hideout. Uh, Amanda in Melbourne, what do you got? Oh, I got a couple. Okay. You know, I, I'm kind of a, <laughs> I'm kind of a, a sour person about breaking up. Mm-hmm. Sour Grapes, I think, is a great breakup song by The Descendants. Okay, Sour Grapes by Descendants. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I got one for like every genre. What you want? Um, Just pick one more. One more. I can't hear you. I'm sorry. What? Just pick any one you want. Any one I want. Peter Murphy, I fall in a thousand blades. Uh, yeah, you were a sad lady. Yeah, you're just... Patrick and New Smyrna, you're in the hideout. What do you got real fast, buddy? Hey, uh, this is my uh, cheesiest breakup song. It's uh, Two Out of Three Ain't Bad by Meatloaf. All right, Meatloaf is epic. Uh, two Out of Three Ain't Bad. By the way, um, Meatloaf... Tonight on yes. ESPN Classic with our uh, fantasy football guy, Mark St. Amant. Yes, every uh, Friday on... Uh, Dude, we got to turn it on. Yeah. Every Friday night, uh, we have Mark St. Amant on to talk fantasy football, and he's on every Thursday night on ESPN Classic talking fantasy football with Meatloaf. Let's go to Ophelia, ladies first in the hideout. What do you got, Ophelia? 
I got a creep by Radiohead. All right, that's a very good one. Creep. And by, by the way, give credit where credit's due. I'm the one that schooled you in on why Brittany was attracted to Kevin. I called you and told you, you when you guys were having that whole topic. And didn't you say it was because of the size of his, of his manhood? Yeah, I sex? told you that, and I told you on that show. That's all she ever talks about. All right, no one likes an I told you so person, Ophelia. Just remember But see, that. Brittany Ew. could be lying, because all girls like to say that about their boyfriends. Nah, no, that's not true. They don't, who brag? Oh, yeah, my boyfriend's got a small one. But who they, they just that? won't mention it. Yeah, they don't bring it up. I appreciate it, Philly. Thank Mind you. you. <laughs> All right, no more calls on this. i got to get through the people who have been hanging on hold. we got to go rapid fire. Uh, Troy, what up? You're in the hideout. What do you got, buddy? Hey, this is Troy Cornwall. Uh, uh, Honky Tonk, Benonky Donk. All right. Yeah. Dave, uh, on the East-West Expressway, what do you got, dude? Hey, man, timeless classic. Don't take your love away from me. Girl, I'm making this my final plea. Let's stop and start anew. Cause breaking up is hard to do. All right, that they is say the breaking up is... Eli in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got? I'd have to say Marshall Tucker Band, uh, Can't You See. All righty. Mike in Orlando, what's yours? Mike. Mike. And Chris and Sanford, what is yours, buddy? Top breakup songs. What do you got, Chris? All right. <laughs> they're strong. all crying. I guess everyone's a... I mean, it's an emotional subject. It brings a lot of things to their mind, and maybe they had to switch over to call their ex. All right, here we go. I have, uh, I have my top one, my okay. top two. I'm telling you, most people can agree with these. And they're off-kilter, but... I think Boys to Men, Into the Road, is one of the top breakup songs of all time. I would have to agree with you Especially there. mainstream. Oh, man. All right, hold on a second. I actually did a music video to this when I was in high school, freshman year. I was Wanye. Mo. It was something you had to do for theater. You had to do it for the theater class. Not Boys to Men, Into the Road. This is, a, this is the last song of every uh, middle school dance. Yep. I was a freshman in high school. It was it was it then. It was the hit. Did you have to lip sync it? Oh yeah, I was Wanye. You wanna you wanna play it to my part? Yeah. I'd rather see you do Motown Philly actually. This part, this is me. All right, do it. I'm not gonna do it now for you guys. Just lip sync it. No one's gonna hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this was a jam. It was, definitely. I got another one. Uh, I never make a video, do it. You ready? I know, I hope it is. I hope it's just Yeah, some, someone has that. You, you never lose gold like that. Some parent has that and shows it to their uh, the family every once in a while. All right, here's another one. I think this one may be the of all time. There are very few country songs that everyone says that they like. The Dance, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks' The Dance is a... Actually, I'm a very big Garth Brooks fan overall. Thunder I, Rolls! Uh, hold, come on. Standing Outside the Fire, the one with the video of the retard falling on the track. <laughs> you can't beat that. I'm telling you, this is one of the top. Boys to Man Into the Road, Garth Brooks' The Dance. You listen to this, you want to cry. Did you make a video to this one also? I did not to this one. Someone else actually did this one in, the, in my class. See, I like to break up the boot scoot and boogie by Brooks and Dunn. That's just me, though. Neon Moon. Brooks and Dunn. That's yeah. a better one. Turn it up. 
Come here. Let's hug it out, bitch. This is one where we so- uh, we sob into each other's man breasts. It's okay, I'm buddy. Get, I'm getting goosebumps. It's okay, buddy. She wasn't worth it. Now, does this bring you back to your school dances? Oh, yeah. Watching everyone dance while you're in the corner? Come on. No, I mean, I, I'm in the same boat with you, Pepe, if you were that person. Yeah. You're, just wa- you're walking around trying to find, you're walking through anyone. the crowd looking for anyone who doesn't have anybody to dance with and is just resorting to, uh, you know, uh, screw it, I'll dance with the fat kid. You and the other juggalo sitting in the corner. I was a lone juggalo. That's going to be my biography. I'm, I'm not, am, I, am I pretty right on with those two? Those two are very good breakup songs. And they uh, they aren't you know conventional uh, either 80s rock or some kind of. Here are a couple other because I made a whole list for them. Okay. That I think. Rock said it must have been love. I don't agree with that one. I just say that one because we heard it uh, the <laughs> other day when we were driving down to Chillers. And, and we just were blasting it through Church Street. After the love is gone, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Here's what I'm surprised no one brought up. Mm-hmm. Don't speak, no doubt. I think it's a. I think it's a very big break. I think that I think uh, that's bigger with chicks. I would say. Uh, Ordinary world, uh, Duran Duran, Gone Away, Offspring. I really dig that one. Really, you you use that one as a breakup song? Gone Away, Offspring. Yeah. Wow. Do we have Gone Away? That's one of my. That's probably my favorite Offspring song. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1 top breakup songs. You know, going back to the dance real quick. If you don't have a dance, there's nothing you can do to make yourself feel like you're not the biggest loser there. Oh, no. You have to go to the bathroom during the last song and just say, oh, I guess I was in the bathroom and didn't get to ask anybody to dance. I mean, there's nothing you can do. You try talking to your friends. That doesn't do anything. No. Because your friends are all dancing with people. Well, except for the other guys that couldn't find a girl to dance with. There's uh, there's a rare amount of guys who can't find a girl on the last dance. The last dance is usually a free-for-all, and they'll do it just for, you know, for the hell of it. Um, not always true. What? I know, and then the, I'm, what I'm saying is, there's like just the the handful of guys that are the losers, and they can't get anything, not even on the last dance. And the worst is if you finally think you spotted someone who is not dancing with someone, and a guy beats you to her. Yeah. Or she promised someone else to dance. Yeah. I'm actually waiting on somebody. I I I would I swear, douche, I would, but I promised Steve over here I would I'd give him the last one. In fact, I got he's some, been dancing with you all night. I got somebody who's chatting with me right now, and uh, apparently he's at his chick's place. I guess she's been cheating on him or something, mm-hmm. and he's doing stuff to her toothbrush. Oh no, don't oh, do that. It, it, he could at least leave an upper decker. He's just he's yeah he he's like do you have any requests of stuff you want me to do and I'm like no man come on drop a want, loaf in the tub I don't want to get you in trouble and I don't want to be in trouble <laughs> I've right, number two in a car I chunks no in the top part of the toilet chunks what's your top breakup song then according to you top breakup song Sarah McLaughlin I will remember you no that's a good one dude people people can relate to that. No, that's that, yeah, that was really the one you said was the ultimate? Yes. He was telling me it was going to be the ultimate one, and I was excited for it. And then he comes out with Sarah McLaughlin. Dude, dude, it's sad. Sad, man. He says he cries every time he hears the song. Sad song, dude. You're too emotional. You guys have some serious estrogen in your body. Oh, no, it's the Chunks Crybaby remix. Alone. 
All right. Dude, this is a sad one, man. All right, you said that. All right, speaking of the dances. <laughs> Ten times. Speaking nice. of the dances. Matt Albert was like, and then there's the guy who has the girl. Uh, he asked earlier for the dance who uh, the girl goes and hides in the bathroom. Then in italics, which means sarcastically, that never happened to me. That's the worst. Yeah. That's got to be the worst. If you work up the nerve. And she says, yes, wait till the last dance. And then she goes to the bathroom and uh, oh, I'm sorry. I missed the last song. I didn't know what time it was. I went uh, wait in line for uh, Mountain Dew. What was it about high school dances, too? And just, they're in the cafeteria. You're they're... buying popcorn and Mountain Dew. Who buys popcorn when they're dancing normally, other than at a school dance? You never think of going to, the, like, a club and jamming and having a big bag of popcorn out of your hip. You're like popcorn and Mountain Dew. It's like you're... Is this a breakup song? Or is this not? I don't know. My heart will go on. Uh, you know what? Moose Nose from Whack Bag has a very good one. I don't know if we have this one anywhere. <laughs> but the Incredible Hulk. Ending. Oh, the, the walk away of <laughs> the The walk away. That's actually pretty funny. That is sad. Oh, nice. Todd is sending me some of this bionic drive. Or bionic jive. All right, we'll take a break. I was going to say, Adam's song by Blink-182 always gets me, too. It's not a breakup song. It's, it's a about suicide some, it's song. It's a suicide song. Yeah, I know. Well, this isn't about songs that make you sad. This is about songs that are breakup songs. Unless you're suicidal during a breakup. Yeah. Just shoot yourself already. No person is worth that. There are plenty of people out there. All right, let's take a break. And we'll come back. Um, You know what does... Dubs, I was at your place earlier today. Yes. And your apartment made me think of something. Okay. Um, I want to tell you what it is and how you're the benefit. You're benefiting from the passing of time. I know it's an odd thing, but you have benefited from the passing of time. Okay, I'm not completely sure I'm following you, but... I'll, cl- I'll clue you in next okay. night out. Real Radio 104.1. I have one last uh, breakup song that really gets me. UFO transmissions. It's, it's a hideout. Sad. Come on. It's a hideout. Row Radio 104.1. No, no, no. Do not come back with UFO Phil, UFO Phil from the breaks. Jesus. It's a hideout. requested by management. No. It's the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. El Jefe and J-Dubs on a Thursday night. Reminding you the open door policy has moved effective immediately. From 10 to 11 o'clock on Friday nights, then we go and hang out with Russ at Latitudes. So, uh, very excited about that going on. Dub. Still coming up, the Hideout Headline Game Show, Chunks Fat Man Diary, and uh, the live broadcast Monday from Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo. Here's what we have. The Badass Lane Overstuffed Recliner. There are pictures of that on the website, realradio.fm. You can win that and a television at the live broadcast at Buffalo Wild Wings Oviedo on Red Bug Lake across from the Oviedo Marketplace. Also, too, the new hideout T-shirts are going to be in, and we're going to give those out nice. at the live broadcast on Monday. So that is going to be outstanding. And we have the Helmet of Pain stunts to pay off. Drunkie the Bear will be out there executing his stunt, the eating of a mace taco. So it's going to be a lot of fun. 
Details on realradio.fm. Dubs, I was at your apartment this afternoon. Mm -hmm. It was um, me, you, and Chunks hanging out. Just chilling. And um, I guess you're taking your chick out of town. Like, she's going out of town this weekend? Yeah, she's uh, going home to visit her family and everything. Her mom just moved into a new house, so she wants to go see that house and everything. So we're hanging out there, and there's a picture of your chick, uh, I guess, uh, from Halloween. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she went to uh, she went dressed up uh, for Halloween to work as a schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. Hot, I mean, really, she's she's a beautiful chick anyway. But her and the schoolgirl thing is epic. I know you're trying to work it out to like have a fantasy. I you know I what happened was I tried to work it out where we could you know maybe get dirty while she was wearing the schoolgirl outfit. But my mistake was I cut the mullet too early, and she won't touch me while, I'm ha- while I have the mullet. By the way, tomorrow during the open-door policy from 10 to 11, you will be shaving your head clean, correct? Yes. To pay off the, the bat with Nightmare Day. Yes. So anyway, um, I'm sitting there, and I'm hanging out in your apartment, and it hits me that you are living in sin. How so? You're not married, and you're living with a chick. Now, here's the thing about it, though. In the old days, that would have been so taboo. Yeah, 20 years ago, that would have been very taboo. But nowadays, everyone is quote-unquote shacking up. Mm -hmm. It's no longer one of those taboo things anymore. Yeah, it really took a whole uh, generation of people who uh, wanted to do that but were put pressure on by their parents uh, and now aren't putting the same pressure on their children. Did you catch a lot of flack at first Uh -uh. when you guys moved in together? Not at all, but uh, still out of respect, if we were staying over at her parents' house or something, we will sleep in uh, separate beds. Right. Yeah, but uh, there's there's never been any pressure uh, by families or anything to get married or to... uh, not be living together because we're not married. All right, so you and this just this whole thing got me going on things that used to be taboo that aren't anymore. Because living with somebody of the opposite sex is really living and being involved. Yeah, yeah. is really no longer uh, taboo. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things that stopped being like Putin. You're shacking up, aren't you? You aren't married, are you, Putin? Uh, yes, sir. No, sir. Wait. Uh, I'm shacking up. Yes, I am not married. Okay. But do either one of your parents give you any kind of help for it? I don't think so. Well, my my girlfriend's been married, so they've done ah. that route. Okay. <laughs> Listen to Tommy just laughing back there. Like, that's the funniest thing he's ever heard. Now, what are some of the other things that used to be taboo but aren't anymore? Well, I mean, I, like, I think I think uh, owning porn is one of the things that used to be taboo, or owning uh, sex toys used to be taboo, but now it's kind of commonplace where if you find one, it's not like, ooh, this person's dirty. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. You know what? You're right. Porn is one of those things. In the seventies and eighties, it was you're hiding it in your brown paper bag at the top of your closet. Mm-hmm. Now you get it book bookmarked. Yeah, you have, it with, you have it, or you have it with the rest of your uh, DVD collection. You know, you have it sitting right there with the rest of them. You know, along those same lines, something, and I don't know what it's like to be in middle school or high school, but admitting that you punched the clown. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's just like a. For some reason, you just crossed the threshold after a while where everybody just said, "Yeah, I do it." Now, is that a time thing, or is that literally it's just kind of so out there now? 
Because remember, that was the worst thing you could be accused of when you were in middle school or high I, school. I think it, it's a time, uh, uh, age thing of where you feel comfortable with yourself to admit it because all the seniors would be talking about it and everything, and you'd be like, oh, they're disgusting, blah, 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 blah. But once you become like, you know, like when you're a freshman senior relationship, and then when you become the senior, you're actually talking about that stuff. At you know, that point. That's one that does reach its its limit, though, because I remember when people started talking about it, but then you've got the guys who are talking about it constantly with all the details. Yeah. That, that's a bit much. Lord Sham got here in the hideout on radio. What do you got? Calling from Orlando. Up, what's, up, what's up, buddy? Not much, not much. I have to agree, man. I think uh, you should live with your partner before you sleep with, uh, before you uh, get married with them, anyway. Uh, yeah, and I mean, you think that's part of the thing about it not being so taboo anymore is that it's it's almost common sense now that you need to see if you're compatible living with each other first. Yeah, I mean, if not, I mean, the reality is I would have probably been married like four or five times already if I didn't live with the people first. Uh, dude, that's a great point, Lord Champ. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Because a lot of people know this. Whenever you are dating someone, you may be getting along great with them and everything, but when you move in together, the whole world can change, and it can be a completely different relationship after that. So I think you do have to live with the person before you marry him. If you, if living together is is such good practice and everybody's doing it more often now, why are divorce rates going up? Because uh, I, I think it's still uh, an after effect from people still getting married before they move in together, and I think you're going to see the rates go down. And uh, marriage is a stupid, awful institution. That's the other one. Uh, if I sound jaded, I'm sorry. Um, all right, Matt Albert going back to uh, Putin uh, says poor crazy uh, lost her husband when he fought the Kaiser in World War One. So. And he has, they, I mean, he, she still has love for her husband. Uh, they have the picture of uh, her getting dipped in Times Square, Time Square, you know. I hear you. Steven Orlando, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. I'm what, sorry you don't know. Uh, what do you got? Good, 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 guys. What's up, buddy? Um, tattoos aren't as taboo as they used to be. I mean, uh, you know, it seems like everybody uh, you run into, even the business professionals and stuff, have uh, at least one on the upper part of their arm. Uh, sleeves are starting to become more popular and uh, just seeing a lot more of it out, you know, like at the beach and at the pool and stuff like that than uh, than ever before, and it doesn't seem to be as big of a deal. And now, in the case of J-Dubs, he has the whole NFC Central on his back because of lost bets. But uh, you're absolutely right, Steve. That is a great thing that used to be taboo that isn't anymore. Along the same lines, uh, earrings yeah, for dudes. For dudes especially, remember when it was a big deal if you're a guy and you had one earring, like in your left ear or something? Or do you remember when the the tongue ring came out and people were really freaked out about the tongue ring? Now that's pretty commonplace. Dude, there was a guy working at Subway the other day that I went to, and he's had while he's making uh, this other chick's um, uh, sandwich, mm-hmm. they're talking about the benefits of getting their septic their or their septum, septum pierced. Septum. And I'm like, come on, bro, you know? Hurry up and get mine out of the uh, the toaster. Part of your nose. But but again, it's one of those things that in the old yeah. days would have been taboo. Not taboo anymore. You're talking about it while you're getting your lunch made at Subway. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your uh, on your singular wireless phones. All right, here's another one because actually it reminds me I went to Subway on Sunday. Uh, places being open on Sunday. Yeah, that, for a long time, that, you couldn't find anything open on a Sunday. I don't know if that's necessarily taboo, but that's another thing that used to be 
that is no longer. You know, not too far, not too long ago, like uh, long, uh, like uh, like uh, mutton chops and that kind of thing, and uh, sideburns were uh, very taboo, and you uh, were kind of a uh, uh, bad person if you had them, and long hair as well, and it's not like that at all anymore. Thad in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, buddy? What's going on, man? Hey, um, so in my psychology class, uh, the teacher told me that, sti- excuse me, statistically speaking, uh, people who live together before they get married, usually their marriages fail, and uh, people who don't, uh, they have a higher success rate of staying married. Really? Now, why is that? Um, I don't know the answer to that question, but... Uh, well, then what's the point of having the knowledge if you can't uh, explain yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Thad. Thanks, appreciate man. it, buddy. That is interesting, though. I don't know. I'd like, I'd, like, I'd like to know the research behind it and I, what, why. I should have asked him what he got on his test. Because maybe he didn't even remember it correctly. Yeah, maybe he got the answer wrong. Ryan in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What do you got, buddy? What's going on, fellas? Yo, Duke. Um, I'm thinking um, a big taboo issue uh, back in the day was uh, interracial mixing for marriages. All right, you know, that, that still can be taboo in some areas, but it's very more, much more accepted. It's not as taboo as it yeah. once was. That's a good one, Ryan. Exactly. Thanks. Thank exactly. You, yep. Thank you, buddy. Oh, you know, all right, people bring it up a lot of times, too, because interracial dating and then, um, you know, now having people the same sex yeah. getting married, you know something that isn't as taboo anymore? Bisexuality. No. Gay is still pretty taboo, but... Uh, Bi is kind of, especially with women. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, it's preferred. Yeah. All right. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. All right. People want to uh, challenge on the statistics of marriage and why they... Right, let's go to Charity. Charity's a chick. Ladies first in the hideout. Charity in Melbourne. What do you got, Charity. Well, they say that the reason that uh, the statistics are higher for people that get married... Uh, that because live Christians together, did the uh, study. ...that uh, live together before they get married, mm-hmm. it's generally a commitment thing. You, When you get together and you're, you're just living together, it's not such a big deal. You can leave whatever you want. But then all of a sudden they get married and they kind of get more scared, but they still want that, I want to leave what I want, so you tend to see higher divorce rates with that. I, I, don't, I don't believe that, because when you're living with someone and you have all these investments together, it's just like being married. It's you, the same you, thing. Yeah, you own everything together. You're in the same commitment type area, so I... You know, I think it'd be just as difficult for me right now if I wanted to leave my chick as if I were married. Thank you, Charity. Appreciate it. Ladies first in the hideout, Christy in Orlando. What do you got, sweetie? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo. Hey, um, just in talking about the, all this, isn't it like the whole cliche of milk get the cow free? Why thing? would you Why would you buy the milk if you can get the cow for free or right, something? Right, like right. I mean, is it marriage? It's all like fat chicks. Don't attack me. No, come well, on. No, no, no. I mean, oh, basically, okay. if you're living together anyway, why get married? Yeah, and What's if, if you're happy, way? if you're happy the way you are living together, why push the issue of wearing a ring? Right. Not, Why? So uh, you can have a car payment on your finger? Um, I don't. I, don't I, I think the only real reason is because society standards still have it set up that it's easier. Tax breaks, this, that, and the other. Uh, insu- getting on each other's insurances. Although more and more you're hearing that partners uh, can do that. Thank you, Christy. We gotta take a break. All right, I'm writing down a couple more things. I got the old. I think I have one that's really good about things that used to be taboo, not so mm-hmm. much anymore. Women voting. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. I'm going to give you this. 407-916-1041.
triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. It's a hideout. Row Radio one zero four point one. Thursday night in the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. A reminder, uh, open door policy has been moved to Friday nights from 10 to 11 o'clock. Um, so no open door tonight. 407-916-1041, I just think because I was over at Dubs' place. In the old days, he'd have been living in sin or shacking up, and it would have been taboo. Now, nah, it's normal. Uh, and it got me thinking about other things that are taboo in life now, that, I, that used to be and aren't anymore. Now, one thing that is, uh, I don't know if it was ever considered taboo, but it was always considered rude, would be spitting. Like if you like, you know, spit on the side of the road or something, people would uh, get really upset with you. Now, if you see someone spit on the side of the road, you might find it a little disgusting, but you don't get as upset as people once did. I think it's, uh, I, I still think it's pretty disgusting, and I'm guilty of it constantly. Uh, Mike in Orlando in the hideout. What up, buddy? Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? What you got, dude? I just think it's funny mm-hmm. that how about Jacob said, you know, if you used to have long hair, you were a bad person. Mm-hmm. You walk into a church, there's pictures of Jesus on the wall that looks like the drummer from Fog Hat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's the funny part about it. They would uh, get really upset with people with long hair, but they look up on the cross and there's a hippie. Ladies to the front of the line, uh, Sarah in Orlando. What's going on, Sarah? You're in the hideout. Um, yeah, I wanted to say about the shacking up thing. I had read an article in this magazine, Psychology Today, mm-hmm. and they had done a big article on it saying that um, that the the marriages were caused by people who had um, no control over normally what they did, so they would feel forced into getting married because. They thought, well, I had, sh- well, I shacked up with this person, so I guess they're the right person for me. Um, but in other cases, people who don't feel that way, just because you're living with someone, you don't have to marry them. They actually have better relationships. Um, their marriages are better for it. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. Shacking up. <laughs> All right, thank you, Sarah. Appreciate it. It's an odd thing. I mean, I, I, here's the thing. Honestly, I believe for each their own. Yeah. For some, it really were. I personally wouldn't understand why you would marry someone if you didn't know if you're compatible on a roommate level. I mm-hmm. think that that is a you are stuck in an area with someone supposedly for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's what that's the deal you make when you go into it. And uh, yeah, I don't know if it's such a good idea of you know not you know shacking up before you get married. Putin, what do you think? I know you had something over there. I think uh, maybe when people live together first and there's some problems, I think they propose or they agree to be engaged and get married just to fix the problems. But I don't think it works like that. That might be an issue there. You hear that a lot of, well, I figure it's now the next step in the relationship. We've lived together. I may as well propose to her. You know, it's been pretty good. You know, we've, we've gotten along. You know, it's been up and down, but, you know. Why not? Mitch in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, buddy? What you got, Mitch? Oh, uh, sorry, guys. Um, I just wanted to comment on the uh, the reason why some people say relationships that uh, stay together uh, are for people that um, waited till they were married uh, to move in. I think a lot of it has to do with um, the traditional values. And if you notice, usually the male of the household kind of runs the show. And I think 
that there's the equality of men and women nowadays that cause a lot of problems between relationships. And I think uh, yeah, I can you see, kind of, you, you know, kind of find that out, you know, uh, when you live together. But traditional type people, old school people, they uh, they can kind of work things out because you know, one person runs the show. It can be a thing of too many chiefs and not enough Indians. You know, you, you're both trying to uh, make the rules and make them your own, and uh, there's uh, a lack of compromise a lot of times. Uh, here's a here's what I think about that though. I mean, and I think that falls on the guys. Yeah, I don't think I think that speaking of the maybe taboo, I think that women should be allowed to have an equal say because if you only have one chief, and then the others Indians to use a, a you know an analogy that way, I don't think that's right because then one person isn't being treated as equal and they have to go along and they don't get to be themselves. They're not who they are, and they're forced to be subservient in ways. And to me, that's not cool. Yes. Not, yeah. As a feminist, to me, that's no good. But doesn't that make more sense? Because two strong people can't get along. Yeah, someone's got to know. Their, someone's got to know. Okay, this person's the boss. Well, then they shouldn't be together for the rest of their lives. If two strong people can't get along, they shouldn't be together. Exactly. That's why you know a lot of times that they don't work out, and it's uh, you know they uh, they they live together fine as like roommates and everything because you have a little bit of your own space when you're a roommate but then when it comes to getting married and sharing everything then you know ironically i say this as el jefe the boss of the show just as a little i thought dubs is the boss no Hmm? he's the glue joey you're in the hideout on road radio joey and sanford what's going on joey not too much what do you got well, I think that we're um, avoiding an issue, and that's the fact that in today's world, it's totally okay to have extracurricular medication. Uh, you know what? That's a good one. Uh, drugs are not nearly as taboo as they once were. Are you offering? <laughs> Always. <laughs> all right. They are. Hold on. We're gonna. Uh, we're gonna get put your you on, info get and you uh, get you up here as ASAP. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. That's a very good one. I didn't even think about that. Drugs are not as taboo as they used to. No. I mean, there's still the taboo ones of crack and uh, heroin. I think those are still very taboo and very, wow, you did crack? That's a little over the line. Yeah, Gomer. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, Amanda and Delane, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Amanda? Taboo ones of crack and... Uh, Amanda? I love listening to myself. All right, tell Amanda to turn her radio down. We'll go back to her. Uh, here's another thing that I think used to be taboo is mm-hmm. so not taboo anymore. Meeting meeting someone on the internet. Definitely. I remember that, that, that's something that's just recently changed. I remember in high school, this girl named Amanda um, met someone, moved up to Michigan mm-hmm. from Texas to be with this guy, and we all thought uh, you were crazy. You, what is we? First of all, this is '96. What's the internet? And then you're moving somewhere to meet this guy you don't know? Turns out back he was actually a weirdo. He was crazy. There was a lot of stuff going on. My sister in 1997 met her husband on the internet from Massachusetts. The guy came over from Massachusetts after they talked on the internet for a while, and they ended up getting married. Weird. I But, the, but meeting people on the internet now, not as taboo as it used to be. I like the thing of uh, meeting maybe someone in your own area, but when someone will move cross-country off the internet... Is very very weird and taboo to me still. They still uh, married? Yeah, oddly enough, it's been a rocky one. I'll let that one out of the bag. I, that marriage is doomed. Here's the thing: they're so large they can't get away from each yeah. other. That's really... gravitational pulls. <laughs> they have their one little baby moon. 
It's a hideout real radio 104.1. What about like smaller bikinis and like women wearing like thongs all the time? Yeah, I would say that. I, I mean, it was say. never like church, you know, taboo, but it's always sort of like, oh, she's kind of slutty and stuff. Where now it's more just like, wow, that girl's just really hot. Yeah, right. you're right. In a slutty kind of way. Uh, right, Amanda, yeah, whatever. Amanda got her radio turned down. Amanda in the land. What's going on, Amanda? Amanda? No, please do it. You can do it. Amanda. All right, we had to let her go. I don't know what happened. Now, how do you Jesus. make a push to make things less taboo? Is there a way to do that? I think you just wait for it to be more commonplace. Yeah, and it, it, uh, it's a society thing that eventually over time, like with the drugs, I think movies um, made people more comfortable about talking about it. It kind of put it out there, and it was uh, it was commonplace. And it, now you hear people, you know, songs. It just it's a matter of time. TV and movies have become less taboo, but radio has become more taboo. Which is doesn't make any sense. Dude, you're right. That's a very good one. It's been a shift. RK and Brevard, what's up, buddy? What's up, hideout? What you got, dude? Hey, I was wondering, uh, what about plastic surgery? Yes. From, uh, boob augmentations to uh, plastic, you know, facial surgery. And, I mean, I, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, it's very good, RK, because people used to hide their plastic surgery. Now everyone is comparing and really getting out there and talking about it. So, Absolutely. I think you're right on. You hit that one right on the head. I had that one written down that I wanted to bring and, up. You know, a lot of normal people who are just looking to help themselves out are getting this plastic surgery instead of um, people who are doing it for a way of life or something. It's becoming more of just like a recreational thing. D-Man, slinging pizzas and tight as well. What's up, buddy? What do you got? What's going on, fellas? Oh, yo. Hey, I appreciate you keeping me alive and well out there on the road listening to you guys. Thank you very much. You betcha. You th- thank you for listening. What do you got? Bringing me friend? into the party. How about call girls and prostitutes? All right. You know uh, what? Now I have to agree that prostitutes and paying for sex is not as taboo it's as it still once taboo. was. I, I believe it's still a little bit taboo, but not nearly as taboo as it once was. That, that's where all my tip money goes, my friend. <laughs> all right, D man. Thank you, buddy. Buy me one. I don't want a pizza from that guy. Literally, Why? tip money. Um. Yeah, I have to say, if you had a buddy who said, yeah, you know, I was in Vegas and I got a hooker, you wouldn't you wouldn't give him as much hell now as you probably would in 91, mm-hmm. I think. Vegas hooker, no. Any other hooker, yes. I would say Vegas hooker, yes. Those uh, girls are, are tested. No, 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 uh, meaning the Vegas girls aren't taboo. Oh, okay. Every other prostitutes are. Okay. In Vegas, it's all right. All right, Matt Albert says... Radio, more taboo? Gosh darn, what the heck are you talking about, silly willy? You've I'll got mail. It. You've got mail. You know, dad gummit. Dad gummit. Adrian and Claremont, what do you got, dude? Hey, what's up, guys? A little under the weather, pardon the voice here, but uh, you just mentioned it right now. What about talk radio? <laughs> talk radio a long time ago, only the nerd herd supposedly used to listen to talk radio, and nowadays it's blowing up. Now, you know, I, you know that's a very good point. It went, it went through a very extreme shift for a while there in the 90s, though, where you could get away with anything, and now we're ge- being kind of wrote back in. Now he's talking about like being labeled yeah. like maybe as a nerd uh, listening to it. Now yeah. it's very acceptable, uh, thanks to stations exactly like this one, Real Radio, where it's it's cool. Yeah, especially the talk radio format. It's not your daddy's talk radio anymore. That's so true. All right, Dave and Claremont's going back to the moving uh, in with somebody. What you got, Dave? Yeah, I want to go back to shacking up with people. Mm-hmm. I was with a girl for two years, and at the end of our relationship is when we moved in together. 
Um, we were engaged in all that crap. But once I moved in with her, she was not the same person that she was when we were not living together. And we saw each other all the time through the week. I think people really need to need to realize that who you're moving in with is not going to be the same as who you who they were before. Now here's the question of that, Dave. What do you think? So do you not move in? Do you just have separate places and do it that way? No, I think you should move in so that way you can really see how the person is. All right, thank you, buddy. Yeah, because you'll you'll see an ugly head turn if you uh if you just try to uh, marry someone and live with them right away. It can get really really ugly. All right, cut drop says. Forced backdoor action with a retarded 15-year-old used to be taboo, but these days it's just Dub's trip to Walmart. <laughs> I wouldn't just keep Walmart in there. I mean, All right, let's take a break and come water back. Water parks. Here's the, here's the final question. courses. Here's the final question I have for this, Dubs. With all this, a lot of these things no longer taboo. Is that wrong or is that right? Okay. Should some of these things actually still be? We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Thursday night, reminding you, open door policy moved to Fridays from 10 to 11 o'clock here at the Clear Channel Compound. So no open door tonight. Sorry, buddies. Uh, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 and um, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Your way to get into the Hideout. Coming up, the Hideout Headline Game Show. Tickets to Beer Fest at Universal City Walk up for grabs. Also, uh, tickets for UCF versus Houston this Saturday. And uh, tickets uh, for the Orlando Magic, too. So that is all up for grabs. Chunk says, you keep saying you have the best Fat Man Diary ever tonight, right? Yes, I do. It's almost as good as his best breakup song. Nah, this one's good. It's actually going to be a shock. All right. Yeah. Hmm. This is going to be a very, very good one. It's uh, Chunks' week, by the way. It's a uh, little sad. Graduated from Radio Bottom to executive producer of The Hideout. Has a badass car from Thurston's Premier Auto Center. Yeah, we went over there and uh, picked one out for him. Driving around, too, today in it. The top down and the BMW. Living the life. Just literally. Fat car. Just literally living the life. And uh, so a lot going on. Just real fast on the taboo stuff. Because, you know, we spent a little while talking about all these yeah. things that used to be taboo and uh, aren't anymore. Is it bad? Do you think some of these things should be taboo still? I think uh, it, it can lead the society in a dangerous, uh, you know, a dangerous uh, uh, direction if it gets too far. And, like, you know, just everything is filth. Uh, a lot of stuff uh, can spread disease and everything that is taboo. So, I mean, it, it can get too far, but I think there, there there's something to be said about an open society. I think where we're at right now and where we're headed right now, it's fine. Um, Remember, like, when Bart Simpson and your parents wouldn't let you watch The Simpsons? Or where Bart Simpson don't have a cowman T-shirt? Exactly. Yeah. Where that's a very... Uh, edgy thing to put on a t-shirt and uh remember the violence in video games 
That was real big. Like when Mortal Kombat came out, that was crazy. Well, I mean, now, uh, they, they just keep on up in the ante, though, and it's still crazy because they still get uh, crap for it, for it, like the Grand Theft Autos and that kind of thing. As I look at all this stuff, though, the living with somebody, working on Sundays, meeting people on the Internet, porn, tattoos, plastic surgery... Uh, to me, it's progress, but yeah. I guess others would say it's bad for society. I I think uh, right now we're working in a progress, working towards progress, but I think you can uh, go too far with it. With being with having progress, I think uh, you can walk over an edge. I think you can walk all the way up to an edge and then you can fall off of it. The question is, what's the edge? You won't find out till you fall off of it. Hmm. And that's the beauty. Yeah. Or is that the is that the fun part that's of life? The fun part of it. All right, I don't know if I can deal with that. Because I genuinely do wonder what, what it is. Chumps, and your Fat Man Diaries next? Oh, yeah. And you say it's the greatest one of all time, or it's shocking, or it's sad, or... Yeah, it's actually going to be pretty shocking. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. You can give us a hint as to what it's about. Maybe a time I'll frame. tell you what. It's dated today. I, these were supposed to be like diary entries from before we we came down to Central Florida. I've made a special edition. All right, so it's today's diary entry. <laughs> well, you could just tell the story, yeah. but if you want to read it, fine. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. The Fat Man Diary trunks in the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Is this Kevin Fairline again? All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I am Al Hefe, and that is J-Dubs. It's Thursday night in the Hideout. 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, Happy birthday to Evil Magdalena, one of oh. our friends from Washington, D.C., turning 25 today. Happy birthday. She's been drinking since uh, 9 a.m. That's a girl. That's the evil Magdalena we've grown to love. And she just says that she really, really misses us. So we miss you too, sweetie. I'm trying to convince her to come down here. Yeah, hang out. It'd be a blast. Um, 407-916-1041, Uh Hideout Headline Game Show coming up. Some great prizes that we want to give out. Um, Dubs, we got to talk about you and your insomnia, too. Yeah, uh, I haven't slept. Uh, it's been, uh, what, probably 36 hours now. And I want to get to this Kissimmee uh, street ball ban as well, because mm. it infuriates me, and I need more information on it. Finally, though, uh, I guess Chunks has a big-time Chunks Fat Man Diary right now. It's Thursday, so let's do the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. As I said, this is a very shocking one. Already? Mm, yeah. November 3rd, 2005. Is this the coming out? No. Okay. I'm not... Okay. I've come a long way in my life. I've had many struggles and hardships. Started as a young child. I remember being referred to with such terms as Cro-Magnum and Fat Face. My sister never failed to always remind me that she was playing and I was mommy's little mistake. <laughs> Mommy stain. I remember that I always wanted to play professional basketball. 
but was told that I had a better shot at deucing a hundred dollar bills. <laughs> In elementary school, I was hazed, pants, and had my ass kicked numerous times. Lucky. I was given the nickname Tub Tub, and of course, Chunks. It didn't get much better as time went by either. I've never been good with girls. This is no secret. I've been all—I've been called every derivative of fat you could think of. I have a hideous face, a hideous wrenching smell that follows me, and a string of bad luck, in which no matter how hard I try, I always seem to lose. That is until recently. Due to the generosity of the hideout, I've been promoted from radio bottom to full-fledged producer. Thank you. Even though I had to eat old lasagna, had frozen eggs thrown at me, drank Listerine, been shot with paintballs, staples, pellet guns, arm bars, chair shots, icy hot, had to lick toilets, <laughs> eating, Forgot about that one. eating food off a man doll, had my favorite jersey soiled, had every piece of electronic hardware I've uh, had damaged or destroyed, and finally ingested every sort of filthy, dirty, germ-infested DNA possible. All that aside, my luck is finally changing. I've been given a beautiful BMW. Just because you tested positive doesn't make it a positive thing. Right. That's all I got to say to you, man. Convertible, courtesy of Thurston's. And I have finally won respect. And now, unfortunately, when I'm at the height of my career... I have to humbly submit my resignation to the hideout. Yes! <laughs> Woo! Uh, not, what? All right, get Sid yet. on the phone. Get Matt Albert on the phone. We have Giant Brian. Giant right Brian here. can step in right now. I still very much. Woo! Well, I'm not done yet. Not done yet. I still very much love and support the show. However, can no longer continue. Working with you guys. For as today, my life has changed. I hit it big and won the lottery. What? Yep. I apologize Did for Did they any... even draw numbers today? They usually don't draw until at night. Yeah. yeah, they're usually 11 o'clock or something. I apologize for any inconvenience and wish everyone the best. Are you giving us two weeks? Or are you done today because you won the lottery? No, I, I'm one... Be happy to give you two weeks. How about two hours? Just give us two hours and we'll be so, done. I'm, I'm interested in this lottery thing. Oh, well, it's very simple. Today I got here around, uh, I don't know, 9 o'clock or so. Mm-hmm. And uh had an email, actually. Um, I have the email right here. You want me to read it off? Yeah. Sure. Subject, congratulations, you have won. Dear winner, we are delighted to inform you of the result of an email lottery promotion held today that you were one of the four lucky winners and your email address was picked. All we ask of you is your address, telephone number, <laughs> social security number. <laughs> Are you kidding? For tax purposes. 
Well, Please do uh, remember, all winning must be claimed no later than the 10th of November. Of course, I claimed mine earlier. I, what? Yep. I have to uh, step in and say, I'm quitting the hideout as well. Because I got that same damn email, you retard. Uh, Show's over because I got it, too. I got it as well. What are you talking about? Everybody everybody at Clear Channel got that that mass uh, fake email. It's not a mass email. It's a scam. Hold on. I'm going to go log into my email real quick for you and show you. All right? Yeah. Hey, by the way, apparently I got an email from myself, so uh, that shows you the email isn't always accurate. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. 407-916-1041, Finish reading the email. Well, I mean, you know, it says you have till November, later than November 10th, 2005. After this date, all unclaimed funds will be included in the next state. Oh, crap. Get the hell out of here. It's a hoax? It, dude, it's not a hoax. It's a scam. You're gonna, and you just gave your social security number over to someone scamming you. No way. Get the hell out of here. And your home phone and your address. And you just quit your job. Damn it. You just got promoted and you quit your job. Sid's moving down. I just talked to him. He's on his way. So I don't get $500,000? You were going to quit for $500,000? Yeah. You didn't even win, like, millions? No, Trust me, man. To me, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, yes, but it's uh, not enough to live off of for the rest of your life. Uh, if I worked here, it would be. <laughs> True. Steve, you're in the hideout on the radio. Did you really respond? Yeah, man. Steve, what's up? Hey, how you doing? All right, what do you got? Hey, well, I said just, just talking to Chunks about that. I mean, if I make, well, say if we go to the blackjack tables. And make seventeen hundred dollars in four hours. So what is that about an hour? Like three fifty-five. Yeah. Well, 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 yeah. What's the point, though? Yeah, what are you getting at? Yeah, but you can't you can't lose your. Well, I don't. I have basically no point. I'm just lost today. All <laughs> right. But, you know well, what? Thank you very much. I I, I appreciate that you uh, honesty. Uh, yeah, admitted to it. Dude, this thing's got like reference numbers on it and batch numbers. And, of course uh, it does. It's a it's a well uh, well made fake. Damn it! You moron! Everybody at Clear Channel, I believe, got that email today. You're like those old people who fall for these things. It looks so official! And I'm sure they have your phone number and your real name. Well, let's ask for it! It did! Of course it did. Ask for all your information so it can ruin your credit and buy and you know just drain your account overseas. Why? What are they gonna do, dude? Your your identity is no longer yours now. Someone else has it. They're gonna build up. They're gonna get credit cards. They're gonna get loans, and it's all gonna go back to you, Uh. Alex Venezia. And you know his bank isn't gonna help him out. Yeah, because he's (laughs) at the bank of Bateman. You might as well get an email address that gives out your real name and your phone number. Alex Venezia? 703? No. That's for the radio bottom. This is the... Exe- well, I guess the former executive producer. Yeah, he quit, so I think we can go do that again. No, can I get my job back? <laughs> you just quit. I know, but it's because I thought I won money. Okay. All right, did your grandfather fall for something like this? Yeah, um... 
he's not allowed to open the mail by himself anymore or get phone calls. <laughs> Because he, he was in Australia like years and years ago in like World War One or something. I don't know. But somebody called him up like three years ago was like, you won the Australian lottery, so give me your social security number so I can get all the paperwork done. And he did it. And I think they got like a couple thousand dollars out of him. So now he's not allowed to have any of his own money. All right, Dub- Are you kidding me? Dubs, uh, he fell for this because... It has a whole bunch of numbers and letters and dashes. Reference numbers, batch numbers, winning security code. At the very least, you would have had to go to at least a website to punch these things in. Just because they put letters and numbers together doesn't doesn't make it official. I don't understand it. Well, don't you understand? I think. You don't understand that people scam people on the internet? No, man! That's not cool. Is this your letter of resignation? Yeah. I I hereby accept it. Oh, come on! Please! I'm begging of you. We'll give it to Catherine in the morning. We'll tell her, hey, we we're moving no, on. No, 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 please. I'm sorry. I wasn't doing it to be rude or mean. Sid's already on his way down. I, I will couple the two of these th- things together. We'll put it in your clear channel folder file. And you can clean out your nest at the end of the day. I got duped. You should at least take me back for being stupid. Oh, uh. Yeah, because that always happens. You know, this kid's so stupid, we have to take him back. Since you're no longer an employee, we're also going to need the keys to the car. I, the BMW. Right. Mm. I just got at least your $500,000 richer. No, he's not. It was a scam. Damn it! Uh, Matt Albert says, by the way, I've had a couple of relatives in South Africa die, and there's a big inheritance coming my way as soon as I send them my social security number and a check for three grand. It's not funny! <laughs> Somebody's going to take my identity, man. I got good credit. Someone's gonna, someone else is going to be chunks? I feel sorry for that person. All right, Matt Albert's packing his bags now. He's going to try to walk here. Wow. Wait, he's out of breath. He has to take a break. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. He's typed walking. I swear I got him out of breath. Chunks, what are you doing, dude? Honestly. I can't... Why wouldn't you run this by someone with a brain? Did you think you were in on something and you were going to get over? No. I'm just very poor and that looked good. (laughs) Of course it looked good. That's what they do to old people who eat cat food. The question I have is... I eat cat food, too. (laughs) That's true. Is after out of all this money you supposedly thought you won, you still haven't paid me back for rent for this month or last month? No, it's a, the third. He's two months behind on rent? Yeah, yeah, of course he is. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Times are tough. Well, then why are you going out treating us to Tijuana Flats today? Uh, you're not supposed to say that. Oh. Haven't paid the rent. I don't need an arm bar. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh. Well, now with your new winnings, you can move somewhere. And have have a wonderful life. I can't. Mm, damn. I can't. Oh, someone's gonna have a wonderful life. Uh, chunks is expense. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I mean, this literally went to almost everybody in Clear Channel today. Every S- single one of us got this. Seriously? Yes. Well, you think the hideout were the lucky four winners? Well, how come you guys didn't mention it? Because we were knew- like, hey, we won five hundred thousand dollars. Because we aren't idiots and we knew it was a scam. I always see those and I just always delete them. Never, you're you're supposed you're taught that. It's got numbers, man. Look. All right. You know what? The, take a break. We'll come back. Maybe this will all sink in by then, chunks. Three one dash six zero nine. 
dash twenty five. Is that your social security number? No. That's <laughs> the that's the batch number. Yeah. Take a break, we'll come back. Dubs coming up a week let's do this. Hideout headline game show. Let's give away some prizes. Nine o'clock hour. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. We got tickets to Beer Fest 2005 at Universal CityWalk. If you win, you also qualify for the grand prize, which includes a uh, two-day, two-park pass to Universal Studios or Islands of Adventure, two-day uh, Beer Fest tickets, and a hundred bucks in Universal Orlando currency plus some uh, uh, CityWalk park uh, party passes. You got a uh, UCF Knights versus Houston this Saturday. You got Wheel of Fortune in the NBA, gives you the greatest NBA uh, DVD collection. Uh, you got a duffel bag there, and also your chance to win uh, tickets to go see the Magic. Hideout Headline Game Show, get cu- uh, caught up on the latest news, and two, win prizes. All next, Trill Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Time for you to be a winner. Light them up. Hideout Headlines Game Show. Get caught up on the biggest headlines of the day and win prizes. Ladies always first in the hideout. So we're going to Tiffany in Winter Springs. What's going on, Tiffany? You ready to play? Yeah. All right, World National Local Sports or Entertainment News. And, I'm going to uh, go with sports. All right, sports. Here is Putin. Tiffany, lady, going with sports. Like it. What? Sports tonight is fill in the blank cafe, and Tiffany, also, you probably care about that more. Uh, Charlie Batch will be sitting in this week for this player during Pittsburgh's fight at Green Bay. Who is Charlie Batch filling in for? I have no idea. Oh, Tiffany, I'm sorry, sweetie. The one sport I don't watch. Oh, th- sorry about that, Tiffany. Thank you. The return of Batch for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger. That's it. Ben Roethlisberger, J-Dub's your winner. I didn't know Charlie Batch was still in the lead. Yeah. He was supposed to be the savior of the Lions back in, what, 2000? I think so. Yeah, actually he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies first, Linda in Melbourne in the hideout. You ready, Linda? Okay. All right, world, national, local, or entertainment news. What do you want to go with? I'll just go with entertainment. All right, entertainment with Putan. Entertainment this week is also fill in the blank, and it's got to do with cartoons. Aaron Magruder's caustic comic strip about two inner-city African-American kids is going to begin airing as a cartoon this Sunday on Cartoon Network's Adult Swim. What's the name of the comic strip? Is it fill in the blank? Proud Family? No. No. <laughs> Not the Proud Family. Uh, you know what, though? Lin- know. You know what, Linda, though? I That's like uh, it is a good guess, and I, I like it. That's not a comic strip. It's, uh, a, it's a cartoon on Disney. Well, I still... Uh, well, I don't know. I think okay. it's... I like that show, though, Linda. Thank you. Appreciate you it. You like The Proud Family? Yeah. It's a good show. I've never watched it's it. It's wholesome. <sighs> Dude, it's not all hey, angry... Hey, car- different strokes. Yeah, I'm it's not, not judging an, you. It's not an... Yes, you are. God will judge you. It's an angry... It's not an and angry cartoon. Test. Yeah, some guy's going to sit in front of El Jefe and say, you watch Proud Family. All right, what's the name of it? Who is it? It's uh, the Boondocks. Right, the Boondocks. Why is that a fill-in-the-blank? That's something like you and your um, nerd friends would know. No, it's a pretty popular comic strip. No, it's not. There's no popular comic strip. Not anymore. All right, let's go to a hideout heretic. Hideout headline game show. Hardcore Paul in Winter Park. Hey, buddy. What's up, brother? All right, world, local, or national news? What are you going to go with? Uh, Just give me some local news. All right, here's some local with Putin. 
The local news is multiple choice tonight, Hardcore Paul. The planned launch of a Delta IV rocket this Monday has been halted due to what? Is it A, a worker strike, B, unsafe weather, C, a faulty engine found, or D, endangered birds nesting on the launch tower? Um, I would give it C. I'm sorry, sir, that is incorrect. It's actually the worker strike. The Boeing worker strike of over uh, 300 people at Cape Canaveral. It's a... Uh, Closing down the launch for money. What are they going for? I mean, what are they? Why are they on strike? What do they want? It it has to do with um, a whole bunch of issues that Boeing is offering them. Uh, a lot, a, a whole number of benefits. Mainly, um, the union says that they're they offered more benefits and another package to replace an old one that's expiring now. But the union says that those cuts won't benefit future workers, and it raises health care premiums and doesn't increase the pension. You know, a lot of times, too, and I don't know if this is me because I'm a Democrat or a liberal dude, but I, I fall on the side of unions. I'm always for workers and workers' rights. But unions can get out of hand at sometimes. You know, they they can you know raise a lot of uh, prices and do a lot of bad things. They can they can abuse their powers. Yeah, but more than a corporation? Right, I would say uh, it, it can get to the point of equally as bad as a corporation. Really? Yeah. All right, you grew up in Michigan. I mean, that's that's union country. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're right, but I always just figure someone who's... Sti- maybe it's me where uh, in the corporate world, I just figure corporations are always trying to screw you. Always trying to screw their employees. And you, the only ones who aren't are getting like specials on 60 Minutes and stuff. Where wow, here's a corporation who's actually doing something nice for their <laughs> client, uh, for their uh, workers. So we're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk about them like it's a, you know, a really nice thing. It's actually news. Yeah, exactly. Big easy one in Orlando. What's up, guys? Hey, brother, you want world or national with the Hideout Headline Game Show? Let's go national. I got something to say, chunks. I love you, brother, but uh, you slow, man. I get about eight of those emails a day. I know. Let's go national. I don't know what he's so amazingly slow. All right, here's national with Putin. National tonight is fill-in-the-blank also. Uh, I think I did too many of those. Can you name, uh, sir, President Bush's latest Supreme Court nominee? Who's the latest Supreme Court nominee? Oh, man. And you got to get correct. Uh, wait, uh, I don't know, man. Batch. Uh, all right. You said Charlie Batch? I think you said Charlie <laughs> Batch. I wish. Charlie Batch at the hum of the Supreme Court would be nice. Uh, Judge Samuel Alito. Alito. Do I win the uh, UCF tickets? Uh, no, but my faith in humanity is dead. Oh, come on. Tony and Kissimmee, you ready, buddy? Yeah. All right, well, here we go. World news. You're left with world news, and here's Putin. True or false, sir? The Iraqi army is refusing to enlist the officers who served under Saddam Hussein. That's true? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. That is incorrect. You haven't a clue there. It's actually false. All right. Did you hear the chick in the background The wife said, I can hear ya. You're loud. And then he gets it wrong. So now she's going to be yelling at him for getting it wrong. When you said that answer wrong, you're real loud. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening with the family at home. Nonetheless, Tony and Kissimmee. Hey, speaking of Kissimmee, let's take a break. And I want to come back with this. Okay. Because I don't know what they're doing down there. And I need more info. Chunks, I need you to find me this story of Kissimmee banning or wanting to ban streetball. It it doesn't seem like it would be good. It doesn't seem like it really matters. 
You know, it doesn't seem like something that should be a big deal. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Uh, it's uh, Thursday night in the Hideout. I am El Jefe, and that is J Dubs. These are your phone numbers if you want to come on in. 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Run to Hideout Heretic Nightmare Dave real fast. What you got, buddy? Oh my God, chunks! Oh my God, that. Every time you get you get yourself up there and getting over so good, you do something so retarded that just knocks yourself right back down. And Chunks, and this is going back to the Chunks Fat Man Diary about a half hour ago, where he turned in his letter of resignation because he won the lottery. Uh, his own, online you lottery. Don't quit, you don't quit until you get the money in hand at least. I mean, regardless if it's fake or not, you wait till you get the money before you say I quit. The Nightmare Dave, that is a wonderful point regardless of anything that you do even you have to sign the contract for the next job or fill out the paperwork before you quit your old job mm-hmm. because you never exactly. know what's going to end up happening exactly oh and i think uh j-dubs uh the reason why you can't get any sleep is because you're feeling guilty that you won't wait till monday to shave your head uh, i i know that's not it uh, you know what though I, I do want i do want to talk about dubs uh insomnia we'll hit that one up in a second thank you nightmare dave Nicole, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Nicole? Hey, what's up, guys? What you got? Um, I just want to say that my girls and I listen to you a lot. Thank you. And um, we're like, I think you're cool as hell. But I just want to know, are you straight or gay? Because every time I turn on the station, sometimes I hear you guys talking shit about gay this, gay that, gay this, gay that. Oh, you can't. You can't drop the S bomb. Yeah, you can't. We're straight as an arrow. Yeah, we're very straight. She's still talking, by the way. <laughs> I, I heard Putin pick up the phone and heard it. Yeah, I had to dump her because she said a naughty word. I tell you, I'm I'm very straight. Can't speak for everybody. I am too. I like girls a lot. Hmm. I don't like them after listening to her. Just on yeah. this end. Just, you know, I can you know hear, she might have turned me. I have my headphones on with the volume turned up loud, and I can still hear her... Just from the phone next to Putin's ear, all the way over here. Now, I, I, all right, now we have the dump back. All right, Nicole. Guys, but let me talk. Oh, hey, hey ho- hold on, hold on, sweetie. You can talk as long as you don't swear, okay? You, you're on hold. I'm not going to swear, I promise you, I'm not going to swear. All right, hold on, let me ask you a question. Why do you insist that we could be gay? Because every single time I try to turn my girls onto the hideout, I say, you guys have to listen, because J-Jobs and Chunks are the greatest, blah, blah, blah. Thank you. They listen to the hideout, and then it seems like you guys are always talking about gay innuendos and, like, gay sex porn, Mo. and I don't know, they think you guys are gay. And I'm trying to tell them something else, but they don't right. believe me. Now, here's the so thing. I want to ask you myself. All right, here's the thing. Uh, yes, J-Dubs is I gay. Am, I am not gay. Uh, I know that. Yeah, I'm gay. Chunks may be a little on the femme side, and so, I. Do you have a girlfriend? Yes, I do. Is she hot? I'm not going to be oh, sitting yeah. here talking about my what do you girlfriend. Mean you're not going to sit there and talk about your girlfriend if she, she's hot. You're going to be like, yeah, she's hot. I know how guys are. He has a huge dong, and that's what he's into. Yes. She has huh? a huge dong, or you have a huge dong? I do. No, of I'm, course I do. No, I'm, his boyfriend. I'm, I. So wait, I you're swing like an elephant. Both of you. I, here, I tell you what, here's what I'm going to do, Nicole. I'm going to allow you something special. And okay, allow well, me something special. And this goes against every grain in my body. I will <laughs> allow you to come in and do the first candid interview of the hideout 
Yeah, right. I'm not. I'm not hey, kidding. You can oh, come on, on in. I'm, uh, and here's what I want you to do, though. I want you to write down the questions, and I want you. I'll show up, and then you won't be there. Oh, well, That's you, the funny part. Uh, you know where we are from seven to eleven. We're it's here. Not, it's not like I we're going to. You are to seven to eleven, but I know all the pranks you play. I'm I not going to play one of them. Uh, hold on a second. I'll, I'm all right. I'm about. I'm I, about I want, to hit you. I want. I want one gift for a dial tone. All right, hold on a second, Nicole. I'm allowing you the first ever ability to come in and. Listen, my friends and I are not, like. I don't want you to play a joke on me. I want to call. All right, I tried. Thank you. I tried. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I really, really tried. I wanted her. All right, Tommy's not throwing things in the back. I, I was gonna <laughs> give her the chance. As a woman, to come in here and interview us, ask the questions of us that maybe uh, chicks want to know, or just people, period. I was going to allow her an interview of the hideout, and she couldn't shut her trap for two seconds. I tried, and I tried for two minutes with her. She was running her mouth when we had her on hold. I am even willing to say this. I think she's still talking. Yeah, I don't think she's realized that we hung up. Now they're just making this weird noise in this phone. I don't know what's going on. They're playing one of their pranks again. I'm even willing to do this to another hot chick. I will allow a hot chick to come in and interview us. Nude. Not even nude. I'll be nude. Nicole, you just ruined it. I'm sitting here trying to convince these boys that women are good for radio. <laughs> and and uh, there's another one brought up that just, you know... And, and, you're, and you are going to be the example. You are setting our, us back. Weighs our case. Oh, boy. JR, you're in the hideout. What do you got, JR? Hey. Yeah. That sounds like a fat girl to me. <laughs> All right, I don't even know if, if she's a fat girl. All right, hold on. All right. Nicole? Nicole? Hi. <laughs> Do you realize what's going on? No, I don't realize what's going on. Why don't you explain it to me? All right, here's, the th- here's what we're going to do. I'm going to put you on hold. Okay. Because I'm hoping that if you're on hold, you'll listen. All right, I'm going to put you back on hold. Hold on. Hey, is it uh, Funk? I hope, no, it's Hefe. I hear oh, you. Oh, it's Hefe? Okay. She knows the voices of the hideout world. All right, I'm putting you on hold. You just need to listen for a few seconds, honey. Don't talk to your friends. Don't talk to anybody. Hold that up to your ear and listen. She thinks she was cut off. Hefe, uh, I know you talked to me earlier about being nicer to the lady, uh, the lady listeners, but this is really hard. I really want to say something. I just want to. Christina, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, so like, um, I was kind of wondering because I was just driving, and me and my friends are. Wondering if you guys are gay. All right. Uh, no, this is... Uh, Come on. I listen to you guys all the time. I'm a huge fan. This is the first time I've ever called. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I like that, to, that you're goofing on Nicole. And I am talking right now, if that gives you any indication of where I fall. All right, Nicole, here's the point. She thinks she called back because she thinks she got cut off. Okay. We hung up on you. Uh I am trying. I was going to allow you to come in and do a candid interview of the hideout. Your questions in here. She didn't hear you. But she, she wouldn't stop running her mouth. She's still talking. Hit that button right now. I guarantee she's talking right now. Nicole. Yes. Did you hear me? Yes. All right. Hold on. Somebody wants to talk to you. Okay. Brandon, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Brandon? <laughs> hey, what's? I called earlier about giving you that bucks to stop the awful song. Uh huh. Um, his phone's really bad. He should get a new cell phone. Uh, 
right, Nicole. Chunk's losing it. I go singular. It. I go singular. They give you more minutes. Chunk's <laughs> losing it. Singular's good, I have to say. All right, Nicole, how old are you? How old am I? 23. All right. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy is beating the floor as if it were your face. Calm down, Tommy. Oh, it's not off that easy. All right, you know what? Uh, There's more to come. Uh, what? I don't, I, I'm done. I tried, and I'm done. Yeah, I thought, I thought that's what I heard. <laughs> All right, got to take a break. <sighs> All right, we're done. No more no more of Nicole. We've had she to dump can't her, keep it clean. We've had to dump her twice now. She has the mouth of a sailor. All right, got to take a break. In the crotch of a sea monster. <laughs> oh. I got to talk about this Kissimmee thing. Uh, Jonathan had called. A couple of people wanted to call talking about it. You actually saw it, right? I saw it on the news this morning, yes. All right, I want you to give me the details on it. Okay, I, well, I have the general story. I don't have, like, the uh, the rundown of the, the, the stuff going on in court, but I can give you what's going on out there in Kissimmee. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the hideout. Come on in. Um, 407 Open door policy. Move to Friday nights from 10 to 11. Then we go ahead and hang out with Russ from the Monsters out at Latitudes. All right, Dubs, you're the one who's uh, bringing up this story. It's yeah. got me uh, in a tizzy. Over in the city of Kissimmee, they've uh, banned uh, like uh, forms of street ball. I know a lot of the uh, houses around there have to take their hoops down and everything. Uh, a lot of them that may run into the street, like if uh, they have uh, problems with uh, the kids into the street at all, uh, that is now a uh, finable type thing, and a, uh, they can get a ticket for that. All right, here's now. I need more info. So if you're in Kissimmee, or if you where'd you hear, where'd you see? Did you see? I, I, I either watched it on. I was watching on the morning news, either local six or uh, channel two. All right, Wash two. Yeah. All right. Um, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Jonathan, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jonathan? Yeah, actually, what I heard last night on the news was that the city ordinance was too broad-banded. And they actually have to revise it, but at this time, what they were talking about doing was banning basketball, stickball, and street football under the guise of not having some type of certificate for public um, recreation on city streets. But they are going to revisit it and revise it before it actually comes in effect. Okay, so they want to ban. All right, hold on. Let me write this down because I, I'm a uh, yeah. stickball. All forms of kids playing in the street. All right, uh, thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate the info, brother. And the thing is, you know, on a lot of these streets, it's just like two houses on these, like, you know, some of these uh, cul-de-sacs and everything, where, you know, there's not a whole lot of houses, and it's basically the whole community of kids coming together and playing out in the streets, and all the parents know about it, and it's not a big deal. It's not dangerous. I remember, I remember growing up. Mm-hmm. And this is what we did. This is what we did instead of drugs. This is what we did instead of going out and having premarital sex. See, this is what we did on top of that. I mean, it was it was me, it was Erod, it was uh, Troy and Tim, and all, just like everyone from the neighborhood, we'd have one-on-one basketball tournaments. Mm-hmm. The street football was the best. 
one of the best things ever was tag through the streets, you know, like where it's like the whole community, like uh, like you have five surrounding houses with kids, and you know you'd be you'd have to cross the street and everything to get to you know tag whoever, and you would be uh, running and hiding in each other's yards and everything. And I just it really it shocks me. Like my fondest memories growing up are of doing this. Yeah, the street was our playground. Tony in Kissimmee in the hideout. What's up, dude? Tony. Hello. Hello. Go ahead, buddy. Hey. Oh yeah. Um. How, how I heard about it that it was a health issue actually that they got tired of um catching chunks sucking man muscle on the basketball court. All right. That is a health issue. And if he's doing that around the children, I really want him to stop. Yeah, then it's really actually wrong. Because, all right, what was your favorite thing to do? My favorite thing to do was uh, street football. You know, you uh, two uh, two uh, driveways were the end zones, and you were just playing football right out there, two-hand touch. And you got better traction because you were on that asphalt. It was just a blast. I think my favorite was the street basketball. Oh, you know what? No. I think stickball. Because I played baseball, stickball was one of my favorites. Street hockey was a good one, too. Yeah, you, know, you just set up two uh, cones or two, like, uh, like get, like, uh, uh, a couple pair of shoes, and that's the goal. And then you're, you know, rocking. Yeah, street ball was definitely my favorite. Because if I was angry or mad or something, I would just go out and shoot baskets or try and get a game. Now, when you were playing street ball, like street football, what was the most players you would have in the street doing it? I would be usually three on three, six players. See, it was usually two on two for me. We had one quarterback, one receiver, and then like one. Actually, a lot of times it was just three of us. It was me. Erod and his little brother, an all-time quarterback, and you had an, all- and I was usually the all-time quarterback, and there was the two of them, and it usually ended up in them fighting. Oh, of course, because they'd be out there following each other, uh, you know, like uh, pass interference and everything, getting pissed off. Matt Albert brings up a great point. These kids will never get to hear that dreaded scream, car. And you get everything out of the road, and you get off. Wayne's the- World, game on. Yep, game off. Or game off, game on. Dave in Winter Park, you're in the hideout. What you got, dude? Hey, guys, yeah, you know, they're, everybody's pushing this big, huge push about keeping kids in shape these days. What are they doing? They're taking their playgrounds away from them. That's just mm-hmm. not cool. You know, these kids are just going to get fatter sitting on their butts playing PlayStation like I have in my life. Yeah, you know? they, they have no place to uh, go out and get exercise anymore. Yeah, no jug. It's like, okay, you're going to have a bunch of fat kids in Kissimmee now, and then everybody else is going to pick up on the idea we're going to have a fat state of Florida. Um, Too late. Now, do you, do you find this to be racist at all? You know, I don't know the makeup of Kissimmee, so I, I wouldn't. I mean, you're the one who saw the the report. Yeah, you? but I, I, I'm just wondering if they're like, you know, trying to take the basketball element out of their uh, their uh, town because that's what they're showing mostly is people taking down their basketball hoops. They're, uh, you know, the ones that move around a lot. They were, uh, they showed people taking those out. I know this is dreaded words. Get hooch on the phone. Hooch just sent me a long email detailing it, and I guess she lives down there. Oh, okay. And so she's got the info on it. You boys don't like her for some reason. I love her. I'm a big fan. This whole this is like a big piece of Americana. You know, I mean, that's what kids do. And I it's mean, in movies. You, you watch the beginning of the Wonder Years. What are they doing? They're playing football on the street. How more American does it get? 
I don't understand the race issue. I'm, I'm trying to. Were you... I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wonder if they're like you know trying to take the uh, you know make it harder for you know uh, you know people to play different sports and everything. You know, like basketball is a big thing played in the streets. Mm-hmm. You can you can play football. Usually, if you're gonna play football, you're gonna play a tackle in the backyard. Right. And, and the thing they're trying to get rid of is the basketball. Hooch, sweetie. Hi. What's going on? So what's the issue? Uh, you live down there, right? I do. I live in Kissimmee. All right. So what is this about then? Um, it's been it's been going around here for a long time. It just finally made it up to Orlando that like this has been going on. Right. Um, it's been floating around. They're not so much trying to take it away from kids playing basketball in front of their houses. Um, Kissimmee has has a very large growing crime activity that's gang related here. Thank you. And a lot of it happens on public basketball courts, like the ones that are like outside in parks and stuff. There's been recent like gunfire and drug busts and stuff like that. And it's not racist at all because most of Kissimmee are white crackers. <laughs> like we're you know the biggest thing we have here is Walmart and a rodeo. So there's not a lot to do, and it Lucky. happens on public streets. And um, they're trying to crack down on more like. Outside activities, opening up more YMCA's, opening up more things where you know you can't bring guns and you can't bring weapons in, and it's like but a positive place. But you also have to pay to go so to the Y. the defense. You have to. Um, they have certain things like um, that are not necessarily YMCA's that are like government places that you can go and play for free. They're not like they're a community just, center. Yeah, like community centers. They want to promote more community centers than just go out on the streets and like you That's know the lame. younger kids are hooking up with older kids that are getting them into you know. Crime at a young age and that kind of stuff. All right, so hide, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Talking to Hooch, who lives in Kissimmee, former Hideout intern, who's giving us some info on this streetball ban. So uh, are they? Because what I'm thinking that they want to ban is kids actually playing in their front yards, in their streets, stickball, basketball, football. And, and that's what they're showing a lot on the news. And what it well, sounds like though is you want they're you're like they want to ban like playing basketball at the park. Yeah, at the park. That's what it sounds. Which like. Which is different. Yeah. They definitely don't want to. What happened was is that, like a former caller said, that it's very broad, and they're they're revising it. Nothing's actually in effect technically yet, um, and they're trying to narrow it down to to you know to rewrite it that it's what it's affecting. They don't want kids on the streets. Like they don't want to take away you know families playing outside you know basketball with their moms and you know neighborhoods. Like that's what they they want to promote that. They just want to stop um, violent. Activity basically. All right, thank you, Hooch. Thank you, sweetie. All right, that doesn't make sense. Now I'm now I feel like I'm getting contradicting stories. Yeah, now that they're saying we're going to take away the parks where that should be the place where you're able to play. You know that that's a safe place to play. That's the uh, place where I mean, if you're if you're worried about crime activity there, patrol it more. Lester Big Hands in the hideout. What's up, buddy? What's up, baby? I just want to know when the last time Hooch played basketball. I don't know about the last time she played basketball. I really don't. Is that it? All right, baby. All yeah. right. He just wanted to know about Hooch and her athletic activity. And I, uh, and I know there's the call on there of her being painted orange and everything. I don't want that one on the air. I want you to keep that one off. Jeffrey in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Jeffrey? Hey, how you doing, guys? Yo, dude. Um, yeah, I think it was you, Hefe. You were saying that uh, you know, at least when the kids are in the street playing ball, you can see them. Right. They know what they're doing. They're not doing drugs. They're not in gang activity. They're not tearing stuff up. It's when you don't see him. That's when you got to start getting worried. And you know, because I remember too, Erod's mom when we would play street ball would always come out and yell at us for dinner or yell us even if we were being too loud. Yeah. Like you know, your own mom's like, "Hey, enough with 
uh, the cussing, you know, if we got mad about something. Or, or if you're throwing the ball against the garage or something. Stop the fighting. Exactly. I right, hey, appreciate it, Jeffrey. Thank All you, right. brother. And when you're a kid, too, that that's like the only form of escape you have from your parents. You know, you can't drive a car. You can't really go anywhere. I mean, going outside to play was, was like your freedom, you know. It's the best thing in the world to do. I just remember the good times out there, man. Like, and honestly, that's a... The kid, the guy earlier brought up the point about losing weight or like fat kids. That's when I lost a lot of my weight in high school mm-hmm. because whenever I, when it wasn't baseball season and it was high school, when you're done with school at three or four, and that's when we got out in Texas, it was like three o'clock. It would be go work out, you know, for baseball class, and then afterwards go home and you're playing in the street until eight o'clock. Yep. Usually until nine o two one o. And you, you know, on Wednesdays, you're playing. You're playing outside. You're creating new games. You're having fun out there. And some of the games can get a little dangerous. They can get a little, you know, like uh, you'll start tackling and everything. But you know, it's exercise and everything. They're you taking were, that away. You were probably that ass who wanted to play tackle when you're playing in the street. Oh no, never tackle in the street. But like if we were playing like capture the flag. Uh, like uh, between two uh, households. I'm not gonna put up with uh, that homo bashing. I said flag. Oh. With an L. Okay. We weren't running into people's bedrooms and taking them out in the streets. Right, we my, were my we bad. were running to backyards grabbing flags and uh, you know trying to who, see who could get over there the quickest. Jim and Daytona here in the hideout. What up, Jim? Hey, what's up, guys? What you got, Duke? Hey, man, I got a kid about to go into middle school. And uh, they don't have any sports in middle school right now. And I think a big part of the problem is, you know, when I went to junior high school, we had a football team, we had a basketball team, all of that stuff. And they took it all out. I think a lot of it was to make money for the cities, you know, to make recreational ball big time, Mm -hmm. you know, and create money for the cities. But it hasn't worked out too well at all. You see a bunch of these kids in middle school, and they're just, you know, they're hoodlums. Um, And, and you know, and that's a good point, Jim, in that, you don't have that. The sports, a lot of times, too, some people don't like them. But they straighten you out. It, it keeps a lot of like bad kids. It gives them an outlet you know, for the aggression. And it gives you some discipline, some discipline that you might not be getting at home. You might not have that screaming, yelling figure over you at home. All right, Matt and Al- when you're in football or anything like that, you have that. Matt Albert's telling me. Apparently he was the uh, Roy Williams, not Roy Williams. Uh, yeah, Roy Williams of the Cowboys mm-hmm. of his of his neighborhood, because he would do those horse collar tackles on the asphalt, <laughs> and he couldn't catch them, so he just grabbed them by their collar and yanked them down and did a Terrell Owens on them. Can you imagine getting tackled by that fat bastard on the asphalt? Oh, imagine, yeah, just imagine him coming down right on top of you. I mean, just period. Even if you were like in those at McDonald's and the little yeah the big you're, thing of balls or on a moonwalk in one of those moonwalk things you know but on asphalt by that beast Kamala just diving Frank in Orlando you're in the hideout what up Frank I'm just confused why you guys are talking about basketball when Denver has just legalized uh, small amounts of marijuana for personal use. Uh, you know what? I want to talk about this. That's actually a very good point. I want to. I want to. I want to wonder. And actually, Giant Brian is here. He brought in a commercial uh, that he made for J Dubs. And you're from Denver, aren't you? Yep, hometown. All right. You know what, Frank? We're going to talk about that next. It's the High awesome. Real Radio 104.1. In a world where shock jocks roam free, 
I run into the bathroom. I'm standing there doing nothing. And this kid says, Yeah, I like candy. Why? I'm not a kid toucher. What do you mean, pet snake? I'm innocent. I did not do anything. J-Dubs touched me. Mom, J-Dubs touched me. Coming to a theater near you. Hey, that's tiny. What the hell? <laughs> Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. That I know is... you kind of put it out there, but now all of a sudden you're proud. I'm not proud. And you're making movies. I'm not proud. I just I'm heard not... that you're making a movie. I'm not a kid toucher. I don't know where this has come from. I don't even like to be around kids. Wow. All right, 407-916-1041, That actually brought to us by Giant Brian, our... Uh, our buddy, one of the uh, the very first original visitor on an open door in the hideout, Heretics. And uh, Giant Brian, you're from Denver, correct? Yep. All right, so do you have the info on uh, the the passing of marijuana? And that you're able to, like, if you're over the age of 21, being able to have uh, marijuana there? Yeah, the, the city of Denver passed that law where if you have an ounce, it's... Uh... A very minimal crime. I think they can only punish you up to like a hundred dollars. Uh, not for even a full a, ounce. For a full ounce. Wow. But th- I guess uh, state and federal authorities, their law overrides that because it's just the city. So. I but I thought the whole thing was like local control, and we should be giving local control. And if you uh, want to be able to decide. Yeah, you always think that, but then you know something comes up, and they that they really feel strong about, they'll trump it. Do you know more about this as the assistant news director over there, Putin? Yeah, there's an article in The Guardian that also says while federal and state laws still have an effect, they removed all criminal and civil penalties for it. I mean, there's not even a fine or anything for it. Ah, so no fine. If you're 21 years or older. It's like beer, pretty much. All right, Dubs, let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. And let's turn down Giant Bryant's mic because it's like making us all sound funny. I don't know what's going on there. But do you think that marijuana is a gateway drug? Yes or no? No. No more than uh, alcohol is. See, I think I have to agree with you on that. I think it can be, but I don't think it's a universal Just like alcohol can be. Right. It depends on the personality of the person. So with that even being said, no. I mean, because technically, I guess anything could be a gateway to another. Mm -hmm. So I don't believe in the, hey, it's a gateway. Because I know a lot of people who've just smoked pot, and that's all they want to do. Now, here's the question to you, Hefe. Uh, If marijuana was legal, would you smoke it? I know you don't now because... I don't know if it's something you don't want to do or if it's illegal. No, that's something I've never smoked pot once. Not even once have I even. I've been around it, and I don't look down on people who do it, but it's not something that I've ever done. What are you laughing about, Putin? Why do you think it's so funny? What, the And It Shows thing? I just think it's funny. And it shows you've never smoked pot. Why? As you can tell. Can you? You're a little harumphy, a little, uh, uh, I don't even understand that. I don't even understand what language. A little straight. You... Uh, it's like the English man. Uh, blah, 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 blah. That's what they, that's how they talk. I have no clue as to where that was, you. That was the oddest explanation to anything. Right, does anybody speak Putin and what he's trying to say? But I've never, uh, yeah, I've never smoked it. But if it were legal, would you? I think I would be more apt to, probably. You'd try it? Yeah, probably I would be more apt to do it. 
I so at least try it. So basically, the law is stopping you right now from even trying it. Now, which makes it seem stupid now. Mm-hmm. Now I feel kind of dumb about it. Like I'm a, like I'm a goody goody two shoes. Right, maybe I should do it. But now at this point, I almost don't want to just to say, hey, I've never done it. Well, it's just like saying, hey, I've never won the gold. Well, I also, it's not anything to brag about. I also wonder if I'd be super paranoid because I'm kind of paranoid as it is, and I hear some people just get uber paranoid on it. It depends on your surroundings. Yeah, giant you road. I'm just laughing at the idea of you having the munchies. Oh, come on. Yeah, I got and that's the other thing too. I got the munchies regardless. Maybe I know with some people it's reverse and they don't eat at all. Do you think it's conspiracy by the drug companies? Because I've heard this marijuana is great, just great for people who have sickness. Oh, I thought you were going to say the drive on. No, and regularly can't be helped mm. um, by normal drugs, and marijuana actually eases the pain on a lot of stuff. Is it fair that this isn't available out there for the most part? I think there's definitely a bias uh, with uh, the drug companies and everything. They, they don't find uh, there to be the money to be made off of uh, a, a batch of marijuana as there is off these little tiny pills. The little tiny pills that they can make pretty cheap and sell for a whole lot of money. Because is marijuana even addicting? I, I, believe that's a, I believe it's physically addicting. I thought it was a. I thought it was mentally. mentally it's mentally addicting, not physically addicting. I really now I want to try it. All right, here's our buddy Bobo up in Beemore, listening on RealRadio.fm. What's up, Bobo? Hey guys. Hey, How's buddy. it going, buddy? Uh, it's going. Uh, I don't know. Huh? Hefe. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you know, take a toke. You think so? Do it. And this Do is it. coming from a former heroin addict. Smoke it, brother. All it right. won't lead you to nothing. Trust me. All right. Yeah, you're you you're trying to you know. I don't Gateway believe you. Schmateway. You're gonna be making odd songs about Santa Claus in a, uh, two years if you do it. Dude, in a couple months, I'll be selling you dime bags for like a million dollars a piece. All right. Now, hey, let me ask you something just related to some old school stuff, Bobo. Okay. There are rumors out there about uh, Perinoy being dead. Is this true or not? Dead? Yeah, have you heard these rumors? No. We've been flooded with them today, and we're wondering if anybody has any information. Because here's the problem. Paranoid, actually, for those of you here in Central Florida, was the guy who, the fake radio show that declared war on us, the Cosmic Circus, and ordered us a pizza and made us pay for it, ass. (laughs) But he's known for stunting. Yeah. So I'm wondering, is this a stunt via the Internet, or did Paranoid actually die? I hope it's a stunt. This is one time, too, that I hope. And then I'm going to be really pissed after... You know, we, Paranoid and, and me have been at each other's throats before, and then we've been okay. And I just got to say, you know, I, I just hope to God that, that he's all right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I would not want to think that that happened to the guy. I, it's funny that you bring it up because I was just thinking today that I haven't seen him on. Yeah, I haven't seen him online in a long time. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of scary and... All right, I don't want to add any fuel to the fires about a, a you know a buddy of ours, but I just I I wondered if you knew. All right, Bubba, thanks, brother. Okay, I love you guys. I love you too. Thank you. And I'm not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna be selling me anything. All right, Clover Burnout on 434. You're in the hideout. What up, dude? Hey, how's it going, man? Driving home from work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, about the streetball thing, man. They they've been doing the same thing to skateboarding for like the last like. Six, ten years or longer. 
Uh, you know, and you know, skateboarding is another thing, too, where... For some reason, uh, bike riding's fine, but uh, when you get on a skateboard, it's... All of a sudden, you're an enemy of the state. Yeah. Uh, do you understand Putin and what he or was an saying? Enemy of the state. Yeah, yeah, he was, he's just saying, you know, if you're not someone that's ever smoked, you, you, you are kind of, you just seem a little bit angrier, I guess. He's just... Oh, so if I smoke marijuana, maybe I'd be a little mellow. bit chiller? Yeah, I guess uh, just stoners have like a, a mellow stereotype about them. All right, thank you, Cloverburn. I appreciate it. Is that what you're trying to say, Putin, that I'm a little angry? Not necessarily. It's, that's part of it. It's like a different perspective. You can just tell. Uh, people that smoked a lot have, a, have sort of a wider, broader view. So you think that I'm a narrow-minded person? No. Uh, I didn't say that at all. I just think your perspective is... Speaking... It sounds like your perspective pussy- on this subject? It seems like you're pussyfooting around. Say what you want to say. Uh, I think your perspective is from one person who still has a... I don't, I don't even know how to say this. Can I tell a baby you? <laughs> so apparently people who smoke are really good at vocabulary. <laughs> An expression. That's what I need. I need the perspective of someone who can't formulate a thought or a sentence. That's the marijuana perspective I need. Well, it's a very ethereal thing I'm trying to say here, and it's not. It's I can't just spit out the the words to describe what I'm trying to say. Because I, is, it's this, a, is this what it's like when you're sitting around smoking pot, people trying to formulate thoughts, but you just can't? But it's fun. I don't know. Maybe I just don't want to do it then. Yeah, Giant Brian. And the only thing that's going to finish Putin's sentence is that uh, that cackle that all pot smokers have. Just the... <laughs> and that, and they, they fade off in the smoke, sitting back. <laughs> Disc golf. Disc golf. <laughs> Dude, man, he farted in my beanbag chair. I just, I'm trying to understand, because I want to understand. <laughs> you imagine him having the munchies, oh. Matt Albert? All right, we got to take a break. Watch out, New York. <laughs> You'll see him in Tokyo, walking around, looking for a big lizard to eat. Apparently, Chunks loves to get high. He loves fish and long shorts and hip necklaces. Mm-hmm. Chicken salads. Uh, Utopia says it's been clinically proven that marijuana is non-addicting. In addition, there has never been a single case of an overdose of marijuana in the history of the world. You know, I would agree with uh, it not being addicting. I think it can be addicting to people that uh, are just addicted to ha- doing things that they like, but I don't think it's addicting in the way that, like... Uh, you get withdrawals. And those some people would just have habits. Yeah. It's just a habit to them. Yeah. Like some people can become addicted to working out. But if they stopped, they wouldn't, like, you know, like start breaking out into sweats and uh, get headaches and that kind of thing. Uh, 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular the wireless phones. Sir Gary the Prophet has some hideout uh, news stories. Um, that he wants to get to us. He's the hideout news director. Also, too, Dubs, there's a lot that I want to get to. You know, here's one thing I I question for you. I'm going to throw this out there. What do you think would be the best job to be a serial killer in? Like, if you were a serial killer, which job would be best to allow you to do that? To allow you to be able to kill someone? Uh, and get away with it. Okay. Think about that. 407-916-1041, that's something we're going to throw out, too, along with more of the uh, marijuana thing. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming soon to a Walmart bathroom near you. Not me. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Thursday night in the Hideout. 
407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Dubs, you ever smoke pot? Yes. Frequently. I haven't smoked in uh, probably six years, but when I did... You were into it heavy. Yeah. What do you think? As a person who's done it, good that what Denver's doing where it's legal now? Yeah, I, I really do think it's good that, that you know, there, there's it's just not that big of an issue, I, I think. I just, I genuinely, see, we're younger guys. We're liberal dudes. I just really want to know why people are afraid of pot, why they don't like it. Is it because it alters your mind? And if so... Why aren't you against caffeine? Or alcohol. Or even an over-the-counter drug. Or something that's supposed mm-hmm. like a Wellbutrin or something, because that alters your mind. So if it's not the altering of the mind... You must be a Scientologist. If it's not the altering of the mind, is it because you smoke it? Like, because there's the whole thing against cigarettes, too. Well, I mean, it's, it, they have the thing against shooting stuff, too. For some reason, when anything's in a pill form, it's a lot easier to handle as a parent because you've taken many pills in your day to make you feel a little bit better. But when you uh, do it rectally, ingest it by, by breathing in smoke or shoot it up you're uh you're a bad person yeah i just i really uh i really am wondering what it is that it's that that's just so bad about marijuana because those are the two things that i know about mm-hmm. like when you just look at it and we have other things that can do it so why is it that marijuana is not allowed vince you're in the hideout on river and this is coming from a person who has never smoked pot in their life vince what do you got dude Oh, y'all ever seen them um commercials about the don't smoke pot because you miss grand uh, miss dinner with your grandma or watching the kid and stuff like or that? My favorite one where they run over the the little girl in the uh in the fast food joint because they had the munchies. Yeah, right. I mean, come on. Number one, why, why would you do that? I mean, you're paying attention because you're paranoid, so you're looking at everything on the road. This is coming from a, a, a pot smoker right here. Number two. The little kid being out by the pool, where would you be smoking the pot? And number three, <laughs> missing missing dinner with your grandma. Hold on, when you get when you smoke pot, you get the munchies, so you're gonna be yeah, it. you're gonna you're gonna. That's where you, you can't wait to go to grandma's house you and eat. Feel me? I mean, that just seems to make a lot of sense to me. I, I, I wish I could just contradict the commercials and come out with a anti anti smoking commercial. I appreciate it, Vince. He's right. right he, yeah. Before before he smokes a joint, he's like, I could go to my grandma's house today. He's going to have some meatloaf. I'm going to Grandma's house today. And he's right. You would be outside watching. Probably outside. What's? I'm not a pot smoker, but if you're outside, poolside, smoking pot, that doesn't seem like a bad thing. You'd probably be watching your little sister. Yeah, making sure she's not doing anything. And if she does slip... All right, I'll say this. If she does slip and fall and skin her knee, you'll have a different reaction. You won't be running up to her and giving her a band-aid. You will be laughing at her, but you will not let her drown. It's not going to go to that point. Tony in DeLand, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. What up, Tony? Hey, guys. What's going on, dude? All right. You're high as hell. Dude, I've been smoking pot since I was 18, bro. It hasn't done anything wrong to me. Dude, and now I'm uh, I'm 30. uh, uh, (laughs) All right. It is true. I know he's running a gag there, but it is true. It does uh, mess with your memory. I will admit to that. That is a side effect to it. Now, let me ask you this, though. People who drink the same, who drink a lot, uh, the same, the equal amount of someone who would smoke mm-hmm. pot a lot. 
to where they would lose memory cells. Doesn't that happen to people who drink and or the adverse effects on their liver? I Well, I, I think the memory thing is uh, amplified with pot because I still feel the effects of the amount of pot I smoke and uh, my memory sometimes. All right, fair enough. Now, going back to another thing, do you think possibly um, people who, you know, who smoke pot or whatever, but like maybe like a Tommy Bateman who's on these things like Wellbutrin and Zoloft, like adverse effects, do you think Tommy would be better off smoking pot than on the drugs that he's on? I think he'd be, uh, he would be a little happier. I right. think so. Putin's saying. Is it depressant? I want to be happy. Putin's saying no. Oh, way. it makes you happy. Putin says no possible way. Like Al- he would know. He's all messed up and he's not getting any help. Al- I'm much better. Alan on 408, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What up, dude? Hey, fellas, what's happening? Not much, man. Hey, I just wanted to say, it was like, um, from the medicinal side, you guys mentioned it. My uh, my mom has MS and she smokes it, and it just makes her feel a lot better because it calms her nerves down. And uh, you know, so I mean, it can it sort of has its advantages and its disadvantages. Hmm. Uh, you know, like I don't know. I haven't smoked in a couple of years now, just because I don't know. It's fine. It was slowing me down too much. You know, I was bringing my day down. I'd just wake up and yeah. I'd sit on the couch all day long and kind of waste my day away. The know? reason I uh, eventually quit is because I just stopped having fun when I smoked it. I, I got to the point where I was just sitting in the corner doing nothing. And I'm like, well, this really isn't doing anything for me anymore. It's actually making me have less fun. Now, here's the great thing about you and Alan. You guys saw what happened mm-hmm. and you stopped. Because, again, alcoholics don't stop. They say there's actual you know, physical reason to why they can't. But you guys are like, you know what? It's not fun anymore. I'm done with it. Yeah. I mean, when it's used recreational like that, once you find it not to be fun anymore, why use it as a recreational drug? Yet alcohol is legal and pot isn't. And you were able to say, yeah, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cold turkey. Wow, man. I don't know. I'm not getting it. Nightmare Dave, you're in the hideout. What do you got, buddy? Hey, guys. Yeah, the, the the thing I notice is that when when you're drunk and something crazy happens, you're still drunk and you still can't do anything about it. But when you're high and something crazy happens, and as soon as your adrenaline kicks in, you get a buzzkill and you're not high anymore. You can actually clearly think. Or at least in my in my experience, has been that way. That whenever anything major or crazy has ever happened, I'm no longer high. But when I'm drunk, I'm still drunk. Well, now here's the thing. I've actually found that I've lost my buzz when drinking alcohol if I've had something nasty happen to me. But when something nasty happens, and if you're able to get away from that nastiness, so you sometimes you're able to recoup your buzz and get it back. When your pot buzz is gone, it's usually gone. You couldn't just uh. You can you well you can smoke more and get it back, but you can't just leave the situation and start feeling good again. All right, I'm hearing that pot is awful for depression, like the worst. But I just don't know what well, Republican said that. Matt Albert, bastard. Ladies first in the hideout, Adrian and Delane. What's going on, Adrian? Hey guys, um, I, I've got an opinion on this whole pot thing. Recently, I was out in California, um, in Berkeley, and uh, visiting some friends who lived right down the street, literally from a, uh, I guess it was a clinic, a pot clinic. You can go up there with your prescription, medical marijuana, and you walk out with these little chocolates. It's got, uh, you know, everything all mixed in there. You don't need to smoke it. So we're hanging out at their house, and I've never tried it before. And uh, I work for myself, so I will never have to take a drug test. But uh, you know, I said. I thought about it. Nah, I passed it up. Why? Thanks. You passed on grass. Why? Uh, I'll tell you why. Because everybody I've seen out there and everybody I know, like locally, that I've ever seen that's been into pot at all, has just been, you know, just not very interesting. They're mellow to the point of boredom. 
And I didn't want to lose my edge. One of the things that I like about myself is that I'm, you know, I, I'm pretty intense, and I just you know, I don't want to lose that. All right, thank you. Appreciate well, it, Adrian. One thing I found about pot and, uh, like, the people in my life that have smoked pot, it, it, it kind of gives you a uh, a sense of irresponsibility after a while. You you uh, you lack the, uh, you know, just the, the ability to care about some things, and that kind of scares you after a while after you see something like that happen to someone. I've known, here's in, the, in our business, in the radio business, I've seen... A couple of really immensely talented people really not throw away their careers, but not get as much out of their career as they could have because mm-hmm. of smoking pot. And that's maybe one of the things, too, while I'm sitting around and they're smoking pot. I'm like, eh, you could be so much better than you are, but you're you're smoking pot, so you're not who but, you are. You know, they might be inherently lazy, though. I, I, I've come to think about that with... Uh, a couple of our friends. No, you're right. That could be too. All right. <laughs> hey, let's get some hideout headlines real fast. Of Sir Gary the Prophet, hideout news director. Sir Gary. Good evening. How are you doing tonight? Hey, did you ever smoke any pot when you were growing up? Uh, about, about my teens, I did. Oh, no. Wow. I wouldn't have figured that. Sir Gary and his teens now, smoking a little marijuana. Did you, did you smoke it out of a joint, a bowl, or a bong? Out of a joint. Okay. Nice. All right. Did it make you feel good? Maybe if we'll get to that time that I subject crashed my savior and it had a trouble at all. Uh, you know what? That's true because uh, he is better than pot. That is yeah. true. Uh, what's going on in the news, sir, Gary? Well, um, Ernest Page, the city commissioner, he's black man. He's um, oh, black man. Uh oh. He 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 had a he sold one of his buildings for one hundred thousand dollars and. Is he he had, ended up paying just a hundred dollars towards property. Uh, so is it? Are they saying there's some sort of tax evasion or some sort of something? Yeah, like? Yes, there's tax evasion. All right, I don't know if it's tax evasion or not, but it so sounds like died. something kind of fishy going on. Yes, sir. Um, and black man. Uh oh. Well, I don't know, and uh, I wish him best of luck. What else is going on, Sir Gary? Uh, well, um, I can't think of nothing else. I was trying to think, to remember the news, the news headlines of the day. But no, that's good. You got one of them. That's all I can ask. It's yeah, better right. than uh, what uh, Putin brings to the table. Hey, let me ask you. Let me ask you. When is your rummage sale at the church? Well, um, this is coming, coming Friday and Saturday. All right, so it is on Saturday. Maybe Dubs and I can make it out there. You going to yeah, be out there? Yeah, I'm going to try to be out there, but I, uh, I'm going to be on the 540s. Saturday morning talk show. Oh, who? Saturday. And who is this one? Which one is this? This is the uh, guys from We We Builders. Is that is that Angel Show? I think so. I think it's All right. Well, uh, Sir Gary the Prophet, we will talk to you tomorrow on a Friday night. Do hope everybody the church middle of the street with garden where to do pastor. They look dinner ground every Sunday from twelve to one in the public spot. And thank you, you very much, Sir Gary. Thank you, thank you, buddy. All right, let's take a break and come back. I've given you enough time to think about the best job to have that would enable you to be a prolific serial killer. I've changed a little bit in my uh, thought. The best person to be, like, uh, it's a, it's kind of, it's kind of a way of life and not a job. All right, but we'll get that one. Come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Thursday night. In the Hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Remember, Monday night we broadcast live from the Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo. 
wholesale furniture market has given us a Lane Overstuffed uh, recliner to give away. You can see pictures of that on the website, realradio.fm. Plus, we're going to have a television that we're packaging together. We'll announce how we're giving that away tomorrow. In a couple of minutes, we're going to draw the next stunt for Tommy Bateman. He has to execute two helmet of pain stunts out there. Brian Peppers has just asked me to be a friend. Yes. Come to Peppers. No. Well, you guys hang out all the time. Do not deny Peppers a friendship. Deny. I wouldn't get him angry. Yeah. He's going to move up to kneecaps soon. All right, what was he? He was was a um, kid toucher, not a serial killer, right? Yeah, he was a pedophile. All right, I have... uh, I threw this out there. The best job... To be prolific as a serial killer. Okay. Utopia says video rental clerk. You've got the uh, pertinent information on the clients and no one would ever suspect you. Interesting. That is true. You do have access. Like if you saw someone you thought was really hot or would fit your profile or whatever, you would automatically know where they live. That's actually really scary when you think about it. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one, triple eight nine seven eight. I think I think if I were to be a serial killer, how uh, I think it'd be easiest to get away with, if I was a bum killing bums. Uh, you know what? A bum killing bums is an interesting one too. You don't leave a trail, really. You're killing people that really they they don't spend a lot of time on when they're uh, you know trying to find find the killer. How about this one? How about a garbage person? Like a garbage man, waste management. Now, you have to be careful with that and not kill, just kill people on your route. You know, because they can start tracking that back to you. you got to kill some people on some other people's routes, too. All right, Chunk says a mortician. Because then you would know. Like, but see, it's usually like doctors who, in, like, sometimes, maybe it's only in the movies. Where, like, a doctor does it, and it, but they do it so precisely that that's what ends up getting them. Yeah. Or maybe it's also, like, in a CSI. How about if you kill someone, you work in, uh, like, a morgue or something, and you cremate them and get rid of the ashes? That's a good one. I mean, because it's impossible, really, to burn someone down uh, in a regular fire and get rid of everything but the cremation. Chris, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. What up, Chris? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, uh, I deliver pizzas, and you get, like, every uh, everything you need. You can get their uh, credit card number, their address, uh, their phone number. Uh, you know what, Chris? That actually is the reason I brought this up. It was an ex-pizza delivery man in L.A. accused of killing 10, uh, one of the most prom- or prolific serial killers in the history of that city. So, yeah. Um, all right, thank you, Chris. I appreciate that one. Now, again, pizza delivery is a tough thing because it's easy to track back to you. You go into everybody's house that someone is killed in, and there's a box from a certain pizza place. All right, we're putting we're putting uh, some constants together here. But this person got away with ten people, murdering ten women. And I think it was over like a like a he didn't do it all at once. It was mm-hmm. over like years. So it wasn't like within a even a span of one year that he killed one, you know, all these ten women. It was like a span of like five to six years where these women got killed. 
Now, how do you how do you do that for so long? You know, I could see just going completely psycho, and when you go psycho, you start killing a lot. But when you do it that like long and drawn out, there has to be something seriously going on in your head. What if you were like a doctor or a nurse? You need that because you hear a lot of times too about these nurses or the stories of nurses who you can you could cover it up. They could just say that they ended up dying of natural causes, but instead you actually you know you jab them, you get the air uh, and the, uh, the blood clots or I don't know something like how, that going on. How about this coroner, someone who uh, actually determines how the person died? Dude, that's a good one. As far as serial killer goes. Mm-hmm. Chris in Winter Park, you're in the hideout. What up, brother? Yo, how's it going? What you got? Very well. What do you got, bud? Uh, similar to the uh, movie video store mm-hmm. um, and the movie Red Dragon, the uh, killer in that worked at a photo lab and would choose his victims from their uh, pictures. You know what? That is a good one. And did anyone ever see the Robin Williams movie? Uh, oh, yeah, One Hour Photo. Yeah, One Hour Photo. Yeah, that I don't know if he was a ser- Was he a serial killer or just a stalker? No, he's just a stalker. Yeah, but that was a creepy oh, movie. Oh, dude, I dropped my cigarette. Oh, sorry. Good luck. <laughs> don't crash. Should have kept in mind. Here to be good. Ray in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, Ray? Hey, what's up, guys? What you got, dude? Yeah, I was, uh, I was telling, I was listening to you guys, and uh, I think the best serial killer out there would be a state trooper, because uh, nobody suspect them. You can go around the the state and kill people and get away with it, and also a uh, truck driver would be the second one. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh-oh, I'm worried if you're a truck driver. Uh-oh. All right, Matt Albert says, he's got like three, private detective, um, flight attendant. Just for the fact that you go, flight attendant would be a good one. You Again, cross you, gotta, country. you gotta be careful that people can't track that. Hey, this person was only in here for a day when this happened, and a day when this happened. Same style murders. What's going on here? But you have an alibi. I mean, you're you're going to work. Of course, you were there, but that doesn't mean anything. But yeah, that, that puts you at the murder scene in every place. It doesn't put you at the murder scene. It puts you in the murder city. Jim in Port Orange, you're in the hideout. What do you got, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? Yo. I got one word for you. Uh-huh. You guys ever been to a carnival? All right, a carny. Another, oh, uh, dude. I, I'm with dubs on the carny would be easy to track back because a lot of yeah, carnies are well, dirty. Yeah, well, if you just look halfway normal, you know, and you go to a carnival and you work it, you know, look at the creeps that work there, man. I'm so scared when I take my kids <laughs> Now, what if you were killing carnival workers? <laughs> all, right, but, all right, maybe. All right, thank you, Jim. Appreciate it, dude. A carnival worker killing carnival workers. And it's sort, sort of like the bum thing. No one cares about them. All right, Matt Albert says, zookeeper. And you feed the uh, bodies to the animals. That's kind of poetic. Huh. Or how about, you know, like a slaughterhouse and you actually kill the people with the big spike that they drive in the back of the cow's brain? What if, well, you know, I was thinking maybe a chef, but then if everyone was dying from that place, you wouldn't even you wouldn't even stay in business long enough to be a serial killer. Yeah. What if you were like the guy that tested people's blood? And that way, if they ever found any blood on you, well, I was testing their blood. All right. Now, this is the one I was thinking about, too. It's not bad. Angel of Darkness says an EMT. Because you have to give him an IV line, and if you wanted to kill him or her, you push the air through the tubes, and it gets to their hearts and kills them. 
and you could say it slipped by accident and get away with it. But if you kept doing it over and over, you would get fired. I don't know if this has the ex- excitement that a serial killer is looking for, though. Yeah. No, so sometimes people are just about killing. But they want a little excitement in there. That's the reason why they kill, for the, they the like love of it. They like to have the control, and like a lot of them say they like to see the people's faces as they know, like, oh, my God, you're going to kill me, and there's nothing I can do about it. All right, Bateman, you... Uh... I'm just saying, I mean, if I hated someone and I was a lab technician, yeah, putting air into their veins would be a good way of killing them, but some random person, God. you know, like a roommate that owes you money... <laughs> Good luck with that, Chunks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Tom? Uh, yeah, uh, cruise director. Actually, you take people out shipping, and they don't come back off the ship. And then you can say it was and, an accident. Or you can say or suicide. You, or you can say, hey, uh, we tell all of our people when we're on the island, we leave at a certain time. If they don't show up, we leave. And they never showed up. All right, Worm says, how about this? A prostitute with AIDS. I'm sure that's going on. God, that's that's just... Mm. All right, let's take a break. Come back. We wrap up the Turn show. You on, huh? We talk about Buffalo Wild Wings. Where we're broadcasting live next Monday. And... Obito. All right, Utopia. I actually had this one written down. No, I'm going to say it, though. Utopia says, President of the United States. Just declare war. No reason. <laughs> and Tommy Bateman... I'm going to paint stunt for you, brother. Your second one, two, that you'll have to execute. Not out. necessarily. All right, well, we'll give you, we'll also talk about that loophole next. So, Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Wrapping up the nights. Thank you so much. Great job, uh, everybody participated. And, uh, yeah, no, time. no open door tonight, but tomorrow from 10 to 11 o'clock, your chance to come up into the uh, Clear Channel compound and see the hideout live and in person. It works out, too, because it's on Friday nights again, so those of you don't have to worry about going to work the next day. And we're all going to go down to Latitudes and party with Russ from the Monsters uh, on uh, after the show, after the open door. So tomorrow from 9 to 11, uh, actually from 10 to 11 o'clock, the open mm. door policy tomorrow. Um, all right. Putin says best job for a serial killer: director of an evening talk uh, radio show. Apparently. And we've been upsetting him a lot lately because he's been playing the fantasy football and losing, and he has two stunts to do out at our live broadcast of Buffalo Wild Wings this coming Monday. Oh, Tommy. Oops, sorry. Helmet. Yeah. All right. That's a stunt I'm ready for. All right. Here we go. Tommy Bateman, helmet of pain. Pulling out of the helmet. Please be nothing. Please be nothing. There's no free spaces in the helmet of pain. In addition, Monday night, Buffalo Wild Wings in a veto to Drunky the Bear eating the mace taco to you getting shot with paintball gun. You'll be snorting a yard of hot sauce. Ah! Son of a bitch. Congratulations. Oh, no. Oh. You should be excited. Putin wants to do it instead. Now, all of the information should be up on RealRadio.fm for the Buffalo Wild Wings live broadcast on Monday. My friends, we will also have the third edition of the Hideout T-shirts. So for those of you collecting them, this is one that you're really going to want to have 
It says be somebody on the back. You want to be somebody. And you can be somebody at Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo. We are going to have a television and an overstuffed lane recliner courtesy of the wholesale furniture market. The uh, Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo is uh, right across the street from the uh, Oviedo Marketplace Mall. And it's on Red Bug Lake. Well, actually, it's um, it's right off of Red Bug Lake Road. So it's right over there in Oviedo, and it is going to be a blast. Monday night football, beer, wings, the hideout, stunts, games. It's going to be a very good time. And the third edition of the hideout uh, shirts. Yes. So it's going to be a good time for everyone uh, to have. All right, we're going to uh, get out of here, Dubs. It was a fun time tonight. Good job, everybody in the hideout. Very fun Everyone show. Everyone who participated and joined us. Remember, you can be a hideout junior producer. You can set the agenda for the show by sending us your stories, news, links, uh, personal stuff, whatever you want to talk about. Hideout junior producer at realradio.fm. It's the chance for the hideout to be for you, by you. So that is also on our page on realradio.fm uh, for the hideout. We will see you guys tomorrow. Wake tomorrow up, night. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke, middays. Phillips file in the afternoon. RealRadio.fm, the place you need to go for all of the information on this show and every other show on your favorite radio station, Real Radio 104.1. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on this station, Real Radio 104.1. Always talk good. And stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. <laughs> I wanted the taste of your oral abilities. I got sick food. Next to Tool, they're my favorite band. Oh my goodness, Chunks, you're so tiny. That's so hot. I tasted the rainbow. Shock Jock. I really like making my things. Radio Roadblock. No! I'm a transsexual. You, Orlando. I've been smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. Mo. I be smacking my hoes. Mo. I, I be smacking my hoes. Mo. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.